Blog Talk Radio. You are good, and your love. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, mighty Lord. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You are awesome, God. You are great, God, Lord Jesus. Who are like you, Lord? Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise you, Lord. I hope all of you are seeking the Lord. And you have come to receive more from the Lord, who are hungry for the Lord to speak to your life and to help you to serve him. We need more of the Lord every day, more of his presence, more of his anointing to help us to serve him and do the will of God. Thank you, Jesus. There's nothing we can do without Jesus. We cannot serve him, brothers and sisters, without his help. We cannot keep his commitment without his help. We need the help of Jesus every day in our life, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. But the Lord wants to hear, hear it from you and I every day. The Lord wants to hear from you and I that we need him. Brothers and sisters, that we need his help. Thank you, Jesus. If you can hear me, let me know. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Uh, I don't know if, if some of the people are having problem with the audio. Thank you, Jesus. If you can hear me, give me a one. Thank you, Lord. So I know uh, you are listening. Thank you, Jesus. The word is going through. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. May, some may have, may have a problem with the internet. Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, God, you will help. Thank you, Brother Body. Thank you, everyone else. Lord Jesus, help my brothers and sisters, Lord. Lord Jesus, to listen to trillions of billions of angels, warriors, angels, archangels, Lord, to break the power of the evil one from north to south, east to west, up and down in Jesus' name. Clean out the air, Lord. Help your people to listen, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. You are in control, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Well, the title of this program, hallelujah, I'm beginning a series, and it's How to Break Generational Curses. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to go in the Word, and first of all, we might spend an hour tonight just talking about what are generational curses. Thank you, Lord, because the Word of God teaches us what they are. Thank you, Jesus. And yes, Jesus set us free from the curse of the law. It is in his word, and I'm going to read it to you. Thank you, Jesus. Look what it says in Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone who is hanging on the tree. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you, Lord. Christ has redeemed us, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. We need to claim God's promises, God's word. Hallelujah. Back in 2012, when I began this topic about generational curses, there were a lot of people who listened, who, who uh, prayed, and, and they got blessed. They got delivered. There were people who had a lot of different trouble in their life that they did not understand why. And there were family where a lot of issue, a lot of arguments, division, marriage with a lot of division. 
in in uh, I even spoken with people who have gone to counseling, hallelujah, and graduated for counseling and still have problem in the marriage. And and when I explain to them the fasting and prayer to break this generational curse, I remember this couple. They decided to give it a try, and they began to to break the curse. And I tell you that because this is what I used to say to the people. You cannot take demons and principalities to counseling. Listen careful because this is what a lot of churches and people do today. And you can do it because people do it all the time. You can do it as much as you want. You can take demons and principalities to counseling. But I tell you this, it's not going to work. It is not. If there is demon in marriage and family, through curses, they can seek counseling, brothers and sisters, but the demon will still remain. This couple graduated from counseling, marriage counseling, and their problem began, or continued, I'm sorry, their problem continued. They will still have a marital problem. They were about to be divorced. When the wife written to me, it's because she heard me talking about generational curse and marriage in the family. And she wondered if it was a generational curse in her marriage. And I said to her, because she got convicted, I said, it is if you got convicted. Because the behavior of her husband and her was not the behavior when they got married, when they met. They were very much in love when they got married. And later on, as they committed sin in the marriage, they didn't know how to deal with in the marriage, which opened the door for to get attacked, demonic attack, and, and curses in their life. And when I took a, I, I began to tell them to begin to fast and pray, and that I will also pray. And as we began this process, it took over a month before they were finally free. And they were like Adam and Eve. They know each other again. After, after uh, Cain, after Cain killed Abel, Adam and Eve were strangers. And the Bible says that they, they Adam knew his wife again, and they have sex. So they were strangers. They were strangers. That's what the devil brings. The vision where a couple can be married, and all of the time they find out they don't know each other. Who are you? Why are you acting this way? Why are you insulting me? Why are you telling me I'm no good? And I'm not going to go deep into that because I just want you to understand the message, and I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with the people who, who are having problems, who are praying for the family, who, 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 who are seeking an answer to the problem, to their situation. And as we did that day in 2012, I also brought it in 2013. There was more deliverance back in 2013 after the 2012 teaching about curses. More family got financial breakthrough. Uh, my goodness, it was so much blessing. People can would not stop writing to me thanking me for what God did in their life. And I haven't talked about this for over a year now. I had, and the Lord reminded me, 
brothers and sisters, the Yashu even telling me to do this. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so, praise the Lord. I want to be a blessing. I want God to use me, and I want people to be set free. There are a lot of problems where there are bondage and generational curses where the Lord can set, he came to set the captive free. The Lord can set people free, and they can finally be happy with the wife, the children, their family. There are families who are divided. There are division in families for many years that they have no idea that it was the devil through a generation of curse that did this. They have no idea. Oh, they just think, oh, this is the way they are. Oh, my ex, this is the way she is. This is the way my children are. Praise the Lord. And it's not, it's not true. It is not true. They have come to believe that because the curse has been in the family so long. It has done so much damage. The devil has done so much damage that it now has become part of the family. It, this is not God. This is not of God, and it's not God. Now, where, where does the curses begin? Let's go to Genesis. I'm going to take you there slowly. Hopefully you will receive and understand, because there were people back then, a few that did not receive, but many that received. Those that received God set free, and they began to enjoy the life of the Lord. The, the few that did not, they kept having the problem they were having because you have to believe the word. That's why I'm going to share the word. Don't believe me if you don't want to. Believe God's word. That's why I'm going to go into the word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to go into the word. We are going into Genesis 3.17. Praise you, Lord. If we read Genesis 3, which I'm going to start in, uh, earlier than 17. Praise the Lord. This is after Adam and Eve sinned, brothers and sisters. This is after they sinned. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bible says in, 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 in uh, Genesis 3, 9, And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Simple question. Thank you, Lord. You are either with God or you are not with him. And you're, and you're what with God. You are either with him or you're not. God is very simple. The things of God are very simple. Very, very simple. Black and white. You're either in the light or in darkness. Very simple. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. The, the wicked run when no one follows. It is very simple that when people are in sin, hallelujah, they, they love to be more in dark places. They love to go to the club where there's no light and do their, their things. It, 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 we, we know about that, brothers and sisters. Jesus is, is in the light. Everything he spoke, he spoke in the open, in the light, for everyone to see and hear. The things of the devils are always in secret and in hidden. Praise you, Lord. Verse 11. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten out of the tree thereof? I commanded thee that thou should not eat either. Hallelujah. Very simple. Hallelujah. Uh, if you are afraid and you're hiding yourself, you must have sinned, Adam. 
You must have done something I commanded you not to do. Have you done this, Adam? The simple question. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That was God, the creator, dealing with his creation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the man said, the woman who thou gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me, and I ate. Praise the Lord. In other words, the serpent made me guilt to eat from that tree, and I ate him. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all the cattle, above every beast of the field, upon the, thy belly shall thou go, and thou shalt thou eat all the day of thy, of thy life. Now, this in the physical aspect of the serpent and the, and the spiritual aspect of the devil. The devil is also cursed. Not just adding an Eve like people think, because the consequence of sin is cursed. The devil is not beautiful as Lucifer, as he looked before. He's very horrible. He's very ugly. He is cursed. After being Lucifer, a beautiful angel, he became Satan, very evil being, fallen being. So there's not no beauty in him. Thank you, Lord. Thou art cursed above all the cattle, all the beasts of the field. The belly shall thou go thus until either day of thy life. I see an angel that looks better than Satan. And in the spirit of Rome, I see an angel that looks better than Satan. Satan looks very horrible, horrible looking. Their angel that looks better than him. Because the curse came upon him out of all the beasts that God created, out of his fallen angel. Verse 15. I will put an enmity between thee and thy woman, between thy seed and, and her seed, and thou shalt bruise the head, and thou shalt bruise the heel. There begins the battle between good and evil. As Eve was cursed, hallelujah, Praise the Lord. As he was cursed, so was also Satan cursed. The seed of Satan and the seed of the woman, which are both cursed now. That's why Christ has to come and die on the cross to set us free from the curse. Because we were all cursed under Adam and Eve. And when Jesus came on the cross and we received the Lord, we were set free to become the sons of God. Thank you, Jesus. And then... Our lives, brothers and sisters, who the sun set free and is free indeed, as we begin with Christ walking, hallelujah, and he sets us free. Put an enemy, and I see, and I see, hallelujah. Verse 16, unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow, thy conception, in sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire to be as on thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. He should be the ruler over your life, the head, the commander-in-chief over your life. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, praise you, God. Now, uh, women are having babies in sorrow and pain, sorrow and pain, suffering. They have babies in pain and suffering. All this that women get, theory, all that, it's all part of the curse. It's all part of the curse. And the Lord if you learn, to re if you repent this curse and you ask the Lord, I heard testimony 
a revelation of women of God who have had children with no pain, absolutely no pain. They understood Genesis 3.16 about having baby in pain and have repented what he did here of the curse that came upon Eve in their life. And the Lord had taken the pain while they were having a baby. They had absolutely zero pain. Just like women are going to have babies in the millennium when all the curses are lifted from the, from the earth, from creation. Women will have babies without any pain, brothers and sisters. Absolutely no pain at all will women have when they have babies. Having a baby will be like drinking a cold. Praise the Lord. It will be so simple like eating a lollipop. Praise your Lord. This is coming for the millennium. Thank you, Jesus. But this been testimony of women who have babies, who had asked the Lord to take the pain and repent of their curse, and, and the pain had completely been taken away, and they had those babies without any pain. The Lord can do that, brothers and sisters. All things are possible with God. Remember that. Verse 17. And unto Adam, he said, now, if, if you take seven, uh, 7, 17 is 10 and 7. And so 10 is a, is a number of men, and 7 is a number of God. God meets men. 7 is when God meets men. Hallelujah. And 10 is when men meet God. And unto Adam, he says, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, they are eating out of the tree which I commanded thee, saying, Thou should not eat of this, curse of the ground for thy sake, and the sorrow shall thou eat out of all the days of thy life. There we see, brothers and sisters, after the disobedience, that the ground began to be cursed, or the ground got cursed, brothers and sisters. Now, whatever we were going to eat out of the ground, brothers and sisters, will be in pain and suffering. We will have to work the land, and the land will not be willing to produce. It will produce because God already spoke in the word. But you will have to really work the land. There was a family uh, uh, a couple years ago who, who bought a piece of land here in the U.S. And the land, they, they wanted to plant uh, vegetables and fruit and all that. And, and they worked the land, they worked the land, and nothing was growing there. Praise the Lord. And uh, someone had told them about the, it might be a curse. They heard me talking about this on the Lord's Hour. And they, uh, they contacted me through email and told me of the situation they had. And I told them to begin to fast and pray for the land to break the curses. And they began to break the curses, brothers and sisters. And I tell you this, that after over a month, if I remember clear, the curse got broken. And when they planted vegetables, their neighbor could not believe. They could not believe how the vegetable grown, how big and healthy they grown. The curses were lifted from the ground, brothers and sisters, to make the long story short. And what I want to tell you this, that some people may doubt or not believe the teaching of the curses, but they are missing a great blessing because I have sought the Lord in many occasions regarding to the curses, and the Lord has confirmed them to me as I have researched his word, studying his word. So I tell you this, 
that those that don't believe in the curses are missing a blessing. And if if they would, would, would take the word and believe it and, and pray and fast, they would enjoy deliverance. Because when Jesus came to his people, he said he, said he came to set the captive free. Praise the Lord. Some Christians don't believe that other Christians are captive, and they are. They are a Christian with demons, and that, it is hard to believe. But it's true. And some people can testify. There was a ministry that went up north. I, I used to live in Massachusetts for over 20 years. This ministry went up north, and they were, they were powerful deliverance up in the west. And they went up north, north brothers and sisters. And they were invited in a city called Lawrence, Massachusetts. And there was a church there that had uh, many deacons, but the minister had revelation from the Lord. And the Lord, he was talking about a generation of curses. And one of the things he talked about was curses in the church and ministers, which he ended up encountering churches with ministers with curses in their life and being attacked by demons, Christians with demons in their life. And, and one, of the, one of the deacons, she used to paint her, her nails black. Notice that when he was under the power of God, she began to shake, and she began to be very afraid. And the Lord revealed to him, and said she had a demon that was possessing her in, a, in an evil way, and he called her forward. She could hardly walk because the demon began to manifest himself, and he called out the demon just for the people in the congregation to see that this Christian, this deacon from the church had demons. And he began to cast out demons out of Christian people. And there are Christian people that don't know they have demons. But they have behaviors that are not of God. I'm telling you, there are Christians that get so angry. There are Christians that uh, they run from the truth. There are Christians that have demons. Brothers and sisters, even, even listener here on the radio, some people, the Lord have witnessed to me they have demons. Brothers and sisters. Their behavior is not of God. And, and that's how when people have demons behave like, brothers and sisters. But I tell you that some people need deliverance. I tell the people that uh, I like it when I'm invited to the churches. I, I was in the church this morning, and praise the Lord, we, we really uh, fellowship and rejoice this morning in a church in North Carolina. I, I love it when, when the different state invite me to the church to do personal deliverance or healing, or, or salvation service, brothers and sisters, because we see the power of God come down, and there are a lot of people that are, that are set free. Pastors, they get offended when uh, a demon manifests in one of their church members, deacon, the elder, whoever. They do get offended, but then they appreciate that God will reveal it to us and we will rebuke the demon from the person. There are curses in people's life. There are people that need curses broken from their life, and they don't realize they are. Brothers and sisters, Jesus came to set us free, and there are Christians that are not free. And they can be a Christian for 20, 40, 50 years, and still can have these things in their life because they never got him free from them. Praise the Lord. And the Lord has given me great discernment. 
Uh, the sermon was one of the, the first gifts the Lord gave me. And over the years, uh, the Lord has used me through the, the sermon to set people free, including Christians. Praise the Lord. And I tell people, I don't mean to offend anyone. Praise the Lord. But when the Lord reveals me there's a demon in someone, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't call out the person to put them to shame. I don't do those things. I wisely call the person, praise the Lord, and ask the person if I could pray for them. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes the demon will manifest right away. It just happens because they know when we're moving under the power of God, and it's just the way it is. And so the demon will manifest right away, and, well, we have no choice but to rebuke them. It happens to me in a church, and I call the pastors. The pastors were actually behind the group, and just for the pastor not to be offended with me, uh, one of the demon manifested in one of the church members. And praise the Lord, uh, the Lord had revealed to me that the woman had a demon. And praise the Lord, I didn't want to do, I didn't want them to feel that I was doing a show. It is simply how the Lord uses me. And I call the pastor forward, the pastor and the wife. I say, come, uh, help me to pray for this sister. And as they were laying hands, I spoke directly to the demon, and the demon manifested, and they were shocked. So they, I can see they were very shocked because some people don't want to hear that they're maybe deacon, elder, with demon in the church, brothers and sisters. And because I have dealt with it for many years, and I have the discernment from the Lord, and the Lord will reveal it to me when they are. Praise the Lord. I, I, I tend to use wisdom in these matters because it's a very sensitive matter. But Jesus came to set the captive free. And so that's why I call the pastor and the wife, and I say, come, praise the Lord, and help me pray for this sister. Praise the Lord. They were not expecting what was going to happen, but then it did happen right in front of them. Hallelujah. And when it did, Praise the Lord. They they wanted to apologize to me. But I told them that this is the Lord had called me to evangelize, to preach his word, and that's how I used to be for many years. No one needs to apologize to me for that. Praise the Lord. This is why I tell people, listen, uh, when we do the special service, I will be fasting. Uh, don't worry about me eating because I will be fasting and praying. And I would like to be with the Lord and spend the time. My wife know how I do ministry for many years. Praise the Lord. I just like to be with the Lord, spend the time with the Lord in fasting. Praise the Lord. And then let, let the power of God manifest and begin to set the captive free. Sometimes I don't have to lay hand. I don't even have to touch the person. And the demon will manifest right away. Praise the Lord. A lot of people, uh, when the demon got manifested in the church, so many demons got manifested that people began to run. Because including a deacon, this happens to me in another church, and people began to run. They were so afraid. Some people have never seen that before. Praise the Lord. But I tell the people, it's okay, it's okay. Praise the Lord. The Lord is here to set them free. Praise the Lord. This is why we do special service. Praise you, God, because the church of God, once people are set free, it becomes powerful and healthy. God wants to move among his people. But when this demon in people's lives, brothers and sisters, you don't see the power of God manifest much. And, and that's what the church is missing. The church is missing the evidence of the power of God. 
we've been talking about this this weekend. We had a meeting yesterday. Sister Amy was here. We're talking about the evidence of the power of God, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. That's what is missing in the church. And people are bored with, with boring service. People want to see the power of God manifest, brothers and sisters. That's how I, I, I came to know the Lord. The power of God manifests. When I, I, when I came to know God, I was 12 years old, back in the Dominican. Father God walked into the building, and every single person was in the floor speaking in tongues that could not get up from the floor. Brothers and sisters, a woman in one of the services, it was a three-day service they had, a woman who was in a, in a, in a mat, in a, in a mattress for over 30 years, she had never walked. The preacher called her to walk right in front of me. I never seen that before, brothers and sisters. And she got up and began to walk right in front of me. My aunt was there for one year. And this preacher never seen her before. And he pulled her out and God healed her. And when I saw this, I said, I want this. The question was, how do I get this? Uh, Praise the Lord. So I tell people that I've seen the power of God manifest in several occasions, and I love to see it. I love to see. Praise the Lord. And so I meet a lot of people that are that are more uh, that are religious that just love to get together, and and that's it. They, the power they don't love to see the power of God. I do. I really do. And, and I get I get bored in service with the power of God is that manifested. I, I really, I, I love the presence of God. I love to be in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of God. I tell you, the God is real. God is real. Brothers and sisters, he came to set the captive free. The manifestation of his power, we can enjoy in our service. God can do this. I've seen him many times over 20 years. And when I don't see it, I get concerned, and we need to say, what are we doing wrong? Because Jesus can come. We were talking about one of the last servants we had in the second church in Washington that we got invited. Power of God, brother, was testifying, came down so powerful. Praise the Lord. And, and, and I just, I, a few weeks ago, I got contacted again from there. Our sister wants us to go back to Washington again because they saw the power of God there, even shook the building. It was so far. They never seen that before. The pastor testified he never seen this happen before. It was very powerful. Thank you, Lord. And I, for many years, have seen the power of God come down and people falling under the power. Thank you, Lord. And setting the captive free, demon coming out, screaming out, and people being baptized. There was a group of people that I didn't even touch. It blew my hand in the ear, and they got baptized. For the first time in tongues, speaking in tongues for the first time, and and some people have not seen that for many many years, and I I've been seeing that in telling people for over the churches I've been invited, I've been seeing the Lord doing that, just baptizing people, praise the Lord, even in the house just doing service and boom, people get baptized under the power, praise the Lord. So this is not being new to me. I, I'm just used to seeing this. And when I don't see it, I, I, I'm questioning what's going on. 
Christ told him that I go to the Lord. He wants to do it again. He does it again. One of the servants we have here, several people got baptized in tongues on the ear. On the ear, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. I'm going to play a service we had uh, back in 2013 with Sister Ashley, where a lot of people got really touched by God. Because we've seen so much and people kept asking for more and more. Very, very powerful stuff, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I am concerned how people have have made uh, the power of God, uh, uh, praise the Lord, like it's not even there. When it's there, God is, God is, wants to do this for us. But we want it. We want it. We have to want it. And that's why talking about the generation of curse, hallelujah, will lead us for me to fast and pray so when we get together to begin to break them, Hallelujah. People at home will feel the, the curse being broken. When we confess them, repent them, and we're going to command them to be broken, and they're going to feel something break. Some people are going to hear like a glass break. Boom. When we pray, and I say be broken now, some people hear a glass break. Boom. They're like, what is that, brother? Some people just hear different things when it happens. And they'll be contacting me immediately. Brother, I heard that it broke. I felt the break. So people felt the anointing going through them and the power just breaking the whatever they had. And, and, and they tell me, I felt that, brother. I really felt that. Some, I, I feel different. I felt, I felt like I can move. I can do this now. Praise the Lord. It can be fear. It can be anything. Praise the Lord. So we're, we're going to practice that. But first, the knowledge of knowing what, what curses are in the Bible is very important. So when we pray, you already have the knowledge of it, and you can claim it and receive it, brothers and sisters. This is what this is all about. So we're gonna, I'm going to first bring the teaching, even if it takes me two programs, brothers and sisters. I'm planning to be live today, tomorrow, and Tuesday, brothers and sisters, for this study. It's very important. The Lord wants me to do it. God willingly, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord, even though I had an emergency in the family, still wants to do this. I still want to commit to this. Praise the Lord, because I know there will be many people who will enjoy freedom in their life, maybe for the first time. I was so happy back in 2012, 2013, when these different families got set free of different things. And they were very grateful, and I said, thank the Lord, not me. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, because it's all, all glory to the Lord, not to us. Praise you, Lord. For what Adam did, the ground was cursed. Brothers and sisters, and this is one of the things we broke, the curse of the ground. Hallelujah. And this family, hallelujah, now can enjoy vegetables and so much on their land because the curse from the ground was taken out. We will also make from the dust of the ground it also applies to us in regard to being things in our lives that need to be broken up, curses that need to be broken in our flesh, in our body. That can be sickness. You won't believe that. Uh, a curse, a sickness in your life can be a curse. And simply when, when you confess the, 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 the curse, the sickness of the curse, you immediately get set free and you'll be healed immediately. And some people, how does it, 
This is powerful, brother. Yes, this is why this is so powerful, because a person can be sick, and even people could have prayed over them and not be healed. And all of a sudden, we, we get together in agreement, we break the curse, and people will receive the healing. We have this happen, brothers and sisters, different service as we talked about it, and so people uh, began to repent the curse. After we prayed, they got healed immediately. But this is powerful, brother. This is, you should be teaching more about this. Well, I've been trying to teach over the years. It's been taking me a year after a year to, once a year to bring this message, this teaching. Praise the Lord. But the Lord had really been working with me to bring it back here because he wants to break stuff out of his people that should not be there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And as, as I talk about it, a lot of people will be convicted in their, in their heart, in their life, and then they'll say, okay, brother, if this is a curse, I'm going to repent this as a curse, and pr- praise the Lord, they're going to enjoy the freedom. This is this is the good thing about this. After we do it, people will enjoy the freedom because he came to set the captive free. Remember, he came to set the captive free. Jesus, hallelujah, praise the Lord. The Bible says, hallelujah. In Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, curses everyone who hangs on the tree. Praise the Lord. That's why his dying on the cross it is so important because they have brought us freedom. What Jesus did on the cross has brought us freedom, deliverance, and we can always claim at any time. You may not have it, but you can still claim it and have it. Anytime, in any part of your life, whatever the devil is coming against you through whatever curse, you can always claim what Jesus did on the curse. That's why you need to repent it. Praise the Lord. Because a lot of the curse comes through sin that people do, that they're not repenting. You see? They're not repenting. The devil, the devil takes advantage of that. That's why daily repenting is so important. But daily repenting of what? Of whatever thing in your life that is not of God. Look at it that way so you may understand. Whatever is out of darkness, whatever you know is not of God. Brothers and sisters, and if you want to take note, please take note. Take those Bible verses I'm giving here to you. I started in Genesis. Hallelujah. I'm in Genesis 3.17. Write them down. Keep up with the Bible study. Praise the Lord. Take it in prayer. Take it in fasting. Praise the Lord because you, you can also share this with other people, and they can also be set free. This is this is the awesome thing. That's how the Lord's power became to be known by thousands of people because as people got in deliverance, got in gifts, got in so much from God, anointed, oh, man, so much. They told other people. They told pastor. Pastor always contacted me. Hallelujah. How, how people... How we, how they told him they, how they have been delivered, how they've been saved to the Lord. That was so much they have received. And they share with pastors and they contact me and they congratulate me and say, oh, man, your program is really making a difference in people's life. Praise the Lord. And that that's what is awesome. As, as long as life are being changed, people are being set free. Praise the Lord. That's what's important. Where the power of God can manifest in your life, and the Lord can set you free in case you set the captive free, and you can enjoy that freedom from the Lord. Some Christians cannot say I, I, they enjoy the Christian life because there might be curses there that they need to be set free from in order for them to enjoy it. 
to be free, to be to have the joy of the Lord, to have the peace of the Lord. Some Christians cannot say they have the peace or cannot say they have the joy because there are things in the life that need to be removed. And we're here for you. That's what we're saying through with the Word of God. We're here. We have enjoyed this. The Lord has done this in our life. Now I want to share this with you. As the Lord did it in my life, and I went to people in prison for many years in the street, from the pulpit on television, and up in the north on the radio. And, and you couldn't believe the testimony from people on the radio live because we used to take phone calls on the regular radio, and people were calling us, telling us what God had done in their life, life, and, and people will be crying on the phone, just telling people, praise the Lord, how their life has been changed. Thank you, Lord. Either healing, deliverance, it, it was always something. The director, I could be talking, and the director would say, oh, uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. Elby, uh, minister, minister, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, someone wants to say something. Something wants to, someone wants to share something very important. And I'll be quiet, and she'll begin, or he'll begin just talking about it on the ear. Praise the Lord. Sometimes it was so much testimony, I didn't have time to finish the story. Tell you the truth, that's how it was. Sometimes there was so many testimonies of what God was doing in people's lives that I didn't have time to finish the Bible study. Sometimes I will have a, a Bible study with a lot of Bible verses ready to bring it to the people. And because we were taking testimony live, Hallelujah, which that's why I intend not to do on the Lord's Tower. I was thinking about it this week. Should I begin to take phone calls live? Because some people are writing to me how their life is being changed through the Lord's Tower. And I was thinking, should I take the phone call live so people can share the air and people on the Lord's Tower, so more people will begin to believe and see that this is real, this is powerful. You just need to believe and apply it to your life. And you want, God will set you free. He came to set the captive free. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But I will think about it. We can do this. Praise the Lord. I will warn people that, praise the Lord, if they change the topics, praise the Lord, we will mute them. Thank you, Lord. We will need to stay in topic because when we, sometimes we begin a topic and they're, talk, they're talking to me about something else in private. Someone is talking about it and I said, no, no. Some, talking to me about something else we talked about last week or last month. Praise the Lord. It's usually if we are talking about this, we want to stay within topics. Tonight, I'll be explaining things. Tomorrow night, after after the half an hour program, I'm going to ask people uh, what question, whatever question you have. If you want to do it private or if you want to do it in the chat room, I will, I will do my best by the word of God to answer your question. We'll do that tomorrow night. And if you want to write down the question tonight for you to remember in regard to this Bible study, please ask all the questions you want tomorrow night. It's very important that you get a clear understanding out of the Word of God about this generation of curse because it will help you and your family so much. Amen? Thank you, Lord. So for the disobedient and Adam and Eve, the, the lamb was cursed. We understand that clearly there in Genesis. Thank you, Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And then verse 18 says, Turn and also in Thurso to bring forth to thee, thou shalt eat out of the earth of the field. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. And then the sweat of thy face, I should eat bread till thou return to the ground. For it was thou taken, for thus thou art, and to thus thou should return. That was to Adam. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And that is true to this day. Praise the Lord. Now, a lot of people are having trouble. Hallelujah. Uh, working, 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 and no, and no, hallelujah. They, they don't get to take a, a day vacation, a week vacation. They don't, they just work, work, work. If we apply there, verse 19, to work and work, hallelujah, and, and, and you get to enjoy nothing because you got so much bills to pay. The, all the bills are on top of you and all that. I tell you, if you begin to, to repent this, that because what Adam did in his disobedience and the curse came to the ground, Hallelujah. And now Adam will have to eat out of the sweat on his face. If you claim what Jesus did on the cross and you repent what Adam did and you claim what Jesus did and ask the Lord to set you free. Hallelujah. And to set you free financially, the Lord will do it. The Lord will set you free financially. The Lord will break the curse of you financially. And, and the whole idea will be that you will work. Praise the Lord. But whatever God provides to you, he will either provide more or a better job, or the money will be enough for you to work and also take a day vacation or a week vacation or a month vacation. Thank you, Lord. It cannot just be work, work, work. I'm telling you. It's very important. As you seek, as you move forward and you seek that from the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are people... Because he said, "Till uh, so thou return to the ground, until thou die. In other words, God is saying, this will happen to you, Adam, until you die. There are people that are young but look old because they work so much, they never have any time to rest. So it says, I used to work a third shift a night from uh, 11 at night to eight in the, to 7 in the morning, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. And get out at 8 o'clock. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, it was terrible those three-plus years that I worked at third shift. And the company was paying me very good. It was a computer board company. Praise the Lord. And according to the company, I, I, I learned so much there, the training. I passed all the training, all the OSHA licensing and all that. Brothers and sisters, uh, worked with chemical and so much. We're making computer boards and all that for the government, army, and everything. Praise the Lord. And, and man. Uh, the pay was really good. It was a company who, who just used to hire uh, 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 people from the Army, soldiers that returned home and all that, with the skill from the Army. Praise the Lord. And they gave me a chance, and I proved them that I could do the job and more and, and learn the skill and apply and all that. And praise the Lord. But I was a slave by my job. I was enslaved by my job. I could not enjoy anything. Praise the Lord. And, and the Lord had begun to work with me on these curses and generate on the curses. What is going on? He had begun to reveal them to me. And now the minister who, were, who the Lord had revealed them to them, and they were already teaching them, and people were being set free, and their life were being changed. And I, I wanted it up. But I didn't just not want it so I can have a better job or more. It was more so I can also uh, apply it to my own life See the result of it, which is was awesome, and then praise the Lord, help other people. I always have this in my heart that 
Uh, the Bible said, freely thou receive, freely thou give. To give to all the people what I have received that has been such a great blessing to my life. Praise the Lord. And because I have enjoyed, hallelujah, so much from the Lord, I want other people also to do. I may not be rich uh, financially, but I tell you spiritually, I enjoy being with the Lord, spending time with the Lord. I, I have spoken with Jesus several times face to face, brothers and sisters. And um, in, in seven years now, in seven years of my life, I have seen more of God. I have spoken more with Father God in heaven than with my own mother on earth face to face. Oh, oh, praise the Lord. I've been taken to the throne of the Father, the Lord. Uh, I'm not going to tell you I've seen Father God face to face, seen Jesus face to face, seen the Holy Spirit, been in the throne of God several times now. Praise the Lord. Been taken to the third, second, first heaven. Millennium several times too. To the Hallelujah. And it's just, it's just been great, including to eternity. The Father God allowed me to enter the new Jerusalem, which I thought I was not worthy, but he said, come in, my son, and I did. Praise the Lord. To me, just being with Father God has been better than anything else. Thank you, Lord. And I'm careful to learn from the Lord Jesus. I've been telling the Lord, please, Lord, teach me. I, I said, Rabbi, teach me. Thank you, Lord. He's my rabbi, my teacher. And so he teaches me. Thank you, Lord. He teaches me, and I try my best to pay close attention to what the Lord is saying to me, because he knows everything. I don't know anything. Uh, he just, uh, sometimes he begins to tell me things that are out of this world, that are incredible. Never heard uh, down here, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. And, and, and praise God. It's just, it's just, it's just, um, been so awesome. The Lord has been so great. Thank you, Lord. And, and so uh, Jesus, after he worked with me one-on-one, uh, I shared with people that back in 2010, 2011, I believe it was, Jesus came to me, took me out of my body. He was standing right in front of me. I can see him. Very clear, he was talking to me. And he says he had chosen me to go and bring his, his, his message, his teaching to, to the people, to his people. And I said, Lord, uh, I've never seen myself educated enough to bring the Lord's teaching or revelation. But he said, I have chosen you. And I said, Lord, there are people more prepared than I. I, I met a lot of people that are well-spoken, well-Bible-knowledgeable, have gone to Bible college and all that. I have never gone to Bible college. I have sat with great men of God, yes. I learned from them. Praise the Lord. See the power of God through their God using them to name and all that. Praise the Lord. But never gone to Bible college and all that. And I tell you that Jesus said, I have chosen you and it's used who I'm going to use to prepare my people for my coming, my rapture. His rapture is biblical. He's cut up in the ear. His departing heaven. Submitting the Lord in the cloud is what I mean. A lot of people don't like the word rapture because they say, it's not biblical, brother. Where is rapture in the Bible? That was a made-up word. Well, the departure was not a made-up word. That has been an old English word for a long time. And they translated the word departure, leaving the earth, to the word falling away. The devil thought he hit a home run. 
when he changed the word, departing to falling away. It is so sad. Sometimes some Christians say, but what about the falling away from Elohim? And I say, what about it? You find that in the modern Bibles, but if you go to the older, go to the Geneva, and what, and read the parting, look up the parting, it's there, very clearly. Oh, I believe also the old King James, one of the older King James. I, I have two very old uh, Geneva and King James, and I can look up these words. They're all there. They, when people come to my house and we sit on the table and we talk, I go open my two big Bibles, and they're plain English, the original Bible, original. And I show them uh, uh, all the words there that have been removed and all the Bibles that people have from 1960 and on that were there and they were removed. Uh, there was a Bible study from this man of God about those Bibles. He says, the name of Jehovah, the name of God, Jehovah, was moved over 300 times from the Bible. It was removed from the Bible over 300 times. So this is why there's so much confusion. Because man went in there and removed the name of God, removed so much that people need today. They need it today, brothers and sisters. And it's the word of God. They went in changes. Imagine from departing, leaving to heaven, to falling away. Those are two very different words. They are words that they have removed that are totally different. They changed the entire meaning of the passage. But why do they do that? The devil. The devil. They just have changed things in the Bible. And if you don't have these old Bibles, they are very expensive. Yeah, over two, three hundred dollars. But I tell you, they're worth it. I, I said to myself, I'm going to spend the money for those Bibles, original Bible from the uh, 1400, original English, and write the original translation. They are worth it because you have the original Bible. And when someone comes to tell you that what you're teaching is not biblical, it, it, it is biblical, it's there. It must have been removed out of their Bible, but it's the original message. The cut up in the air is an original message in the Word of God that has been removed. And so many people have been convicted through the Lord's Tower that they have come back and bought a Geneva Bible. And they have, oh, they have gone to Bible uh, Gateway dot com and, and gone to the Geneva there fifteen hundred and look it up and oh wow it's there it is there the departing really is there how come Hallelujah is there but it's not in other Bible thank you Jesus thank you Lord and I'm just gonna look it up because uh, um, Hallelujah I don't want people Hallelujah to uh, to be thinking, oh, what is this? What is, is that something new? Is that even in the Word? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Here it is in Second uh, Thessalonians 2 3. Thank you, Lord. We'll move on, but I want to put this out there because uh, sometimes I talk about something and I don't give the Bible first right away and I either forget or get caught up talking. And some people think it's not in the Word. It is in the Word. Everything I'm telling you. It's in the Word. Take the time to study your Bible. It's all there. Thank you, Jesus. I have read it so many times. Let no man deceive you by any means. Who, who is the devil planning to use to deceive you, men? Be careful with men. For the day shall not come and said that come a departing first. Look it up in your, in your newest uh, 
King James, and I'm telling you, I will say it's falling away first. It's not biblical that falling away. Reveals that in Jesus' name. That the man of sin be disclosed, and even the son of perdition. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So the, the hallelujah. So the departing comes first. Then the, the son of perdition will be disclosed. In other words, he will be disclosed. He'll come in his full power, his full evil. The masquerade is removed, and he comes in full action. In other words, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. And so I tell you, and these are all the word, it is so clear. And these Bibles, it's just so clear, the message. And I read it with some people have come to visit me and say, oh, my goodness, beloved, these Bibles are so clear. That's why I wanted them, because it's a pure word of God. Is. And you can feel the anointing of the Lord when you read that pure word. You won't believe. The Holy Spirit will fill your life more with his presence when you read those Bibles. The Lord loved those Bibles. The Lord Jesus was the one who told me to get them, brothers and sisters. This was not just my idea. It was the Lord that came to me one day and told me to go to those old Bibles and get them. I have seen them. And, you know, I probably thought I could not afford them. The Lord provided. The Lord told me to get them. And I went and got them. And I, I, I really advise you to get these old Geneva Bible. They have it either on Amazon or, or eBay. Online, you can find them online. They're really thick, big Bible. And I tell you, they are a blessing. A lot of the people that, that are great friends in the Lord have these Bibles already, and they love it. They said, oh, man, Brother Elohim, hallelujah. There you go. That's a falling away. Hallelujah. Thank you there, uh, Noah. My goodness. It is there. They, they got put it there. We might wonder why, but... Uh, uh, we are not deceived. We are not deceived. We got God's first. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 27, 20 says, Curse be that he that conferred not all the word of this law to, to do them, and all other people should say amen. Praise the Lord. One of the foundations for curses are, are breaking God's commandment, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Breaking God's commandment. The Jewish people knew this for a long time. Hallelujah. Uh, God gave, I didn't give you one commandment. And the commandment God gave them was to not to eat from the fruit of the tree that was in the garden. Now, Eve told Satan, where was the tree? Satan had no idea what the tree was. Which of the tree was? They were all green. They all looked the same. Satan had no idea. But if you read careful, brothers and sisters, Satan, he told Satan, the tree in the midst of the garden. She's, she's, she's part of the being. She's a different saying about it. Hallelujah. She told the serpent, where was the tree? And then Satan used that knowledge against her. Brothers, attend to her. Through, 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 because they look beautiful. Praise the Lord. One commandment God gave them. And so it's all about breaking the commandment. Cursed he that confirmed not all the word of his law to do them. And all the people just said amen. They all said amen. Praise the Lord. 
It all started in Genesis. Some people say it all was under the law. It started in Genesis. Genesis was not under the law. In case you didn't know. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Then in Genesis 4:11, we see the following when Cain. We see that when Cain killed Abel, God says, And now art thou cursed from the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother, blood from thy hand. Praise you, Jesus. God is saying to Cain, because what you have done, now the earth, now the ground is cursed. Well, the ground God already had cursed, brothers and sisters, through Adam and Eve. Praise the Lord. But it becomes even more difficult for everyone for what Cain when he shed the blood of his brother. Hallelujah. Now therefore thou art cursed from the earth, which thou opened her mouth, and you see thy brother's blood from thy hand, when thou shalt tilt the ground, and should not him for yield unto thee her strength. Why now there's a change? If we can call it a change, I want you to notice something here. A lot of people may have probably not noticed this after they have read Genesis so many times. There's a problem I never noticed that. We're going to show you something that some people don't notice in Genesis. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. When God told Adam in Genesis 3, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, 18, to turn and twist, which shall thou bring forward to thee, and thou shalt eat out of the earth of the field. God said, thou shalt eat out of the earth of the field. So the field will be strong enough to produce the earth, vegetable. The fruit that Adam ate, the vegetable that Adam ate, were very healthy, very good. It had everything his body needed, brothers and sisters. All the vitamins, everything was at 100%. Now, this day that you and I are in, all the vitamins and all that, no matter how good the ground is, is not there 100%. Read the label when you go buy anything in a can or whatever. Read the label. Now, in Genesis 4, 11, and in 4, 12, when thou shalt till the ground and shall now henceforth yield unto thee her strength. What is the strength of the ground? To produce great vegetables that you and I can eat and will give us all the vitamins. Brothers and sisters, all the vitamins. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that we need. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord, God, it's so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are many things, many even pills today are produced out of the vegetable that are great, for, that are good for the health. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I'm looking it up online now because there are several uh, uh, several lists of vegetables. Some have 42 here. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Some company tells uh Hallelujah, a vegetable multiplex is called complex contain concentrated cruciferous vegetable, which are a natural source of endo three convinyl. Hallelujah. Now, each uh, capable of providing 500 mi- mi- uh, hallelujah, milligram 
the strength of the, of the, of the, the what each vegetable can produce. And they, they name some of the vegetables, broccoli, celery, cauliflower, cabbage, yam, carrots, spinach, Brussels sprouts, and so much, collard greens. They have a whole list of the vegetables. And the milligrams that they can uh, take out of these vegetables, brothers and sisters, but a number of them, uh, they can get 100% out of them. They have to keep using largest and largest amount of vegetables to be able to produce just 500 milligrams or take 500 milligrams out of each of these vegetables that our body needs, brothers and sisters, today. This is why a lot of times we don't have the energy to go on all day long and do this and do that because the food that we're eating don't have all the vitamins our body needs. Brothers and sisters, that's the reason. And and um, Cain cursed because he killed his brother, make the ground worse, make the strength of the ground, make the ground lose the strength, brothers and sisters. After he killed Cain, the blood of Cain came on the ground, and the ground lost the strength it had. It had a strength to produce 100%, even after having any sin. But after Cain, brothers and sisters, it just, it just, it just missed, it just damaged the ground strength. It ruined it. It just, it just, the ground has so little strength that so when you plant vegetable, it can produce the 100% vitamin the you and I need, brothers and sisters, in our daily vitamins. Thank you, Lord. In our daily vitamins, I believe it was, what, 2,000? Praise the Lord. That's why most of the, 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 the medication or vitamins that are made, they usually contain 2,000 daily, uh, hallelujah, milligrams. Because it's what the body consumes. It's what the body normally needs. Praise the Lord. And I can be wrong. I've been wrong before. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. The daily uh, milligram that we need. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That our body needs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, it, it is 2,000. I believe it is 2,000 we need every day. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone can confirm that something because I'm, I'm looking for information. Praise the Lord. And if you know the answer, just, just put it on the chat room. Thank you, Lord. You help me. Thank you, Lord. So I don't have to be back and forward. But it's, it's, uh, uh, I, I just like to uh, confirm it. Uh, milligram, two, daily milligram, 2,000. Most of all the medication tells you that uh, the daily milligram our body needs, I believe, is 2,000. Hallelujah. And and, and most of all the, the vitamins in, in Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And our consume, they are daily consume, I believe it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so this is why uh, most everyone are always tired. People are tired. Even young people are tired. Because what their body needs, what, what God meant the ground to give us in the beginning our best of us to have is not there. The milligram we need, the daily milligram that we burn, we consume, when we move, when we run, when we do things, when we work, it is not there in our vitamins, in our food, in our vegetables. Brothers and sisters, the Lord told me not to eat meat. And so I, I believe I tend to have more energy when, because I don't eat meat. 
which is a great thing, brothers and sisters. I have told people, uh, a lot of people keep questioning why I don't need me and all that. I tell them, try it for 30 days. Don't need me for 30 days. And the testimony has been great. Uh, a sister and brother that, hallelujah, had um, contacted me, said they had tried it for 30 days, 30 days, not eating meat, just vegetables, try to avoid rice and, and bread and all that. You can eat some of it, but not, not like corn disease. And watch how your health will change. It's like a cleansing you go through, hallelujah, when you don't eat meat for 30 days. Try not to eat it for 30 days, and you will have more energy. I mean, I don't mean to offend anyone. This is not for everyone. Amen. But if you feel that the Lord has also put this in your heart or you would like to try it, just to try it. Hallelujah. Uh, try not to eat me for 30 days. Just, just try it. Please try it. Because you will have more energy. I believe me, you will have more energy. And the sister was telling me, she cooked me every day for her husband, her kid, and all that. And she tried for 30 days. She, had, she said she had so much, so much energy, she couldn't believe it. She was so excited, but then she missed the meat, she said. She was cooking it every day, so the temptation was always there. But she stayed away for 30 days. And she said, Brother Elvis, you are so right. My goodness, how come no one talks about these things? Hallelujah. How come, you know, praise the Lord, they had any very meat. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I believe it was all, they were vegetarian. It was all meat and fruit. Thank you, Lord. They were not shown up there eating meat. The only time animals were killed was when God dressed Adam and Eve. That was the only time we hear that God dressed them with clothing, like animal clothing. So that was the first time. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So when thou should till the ground and should not hem for yield unto thee, be uh, her strength, uh, and uh, praise the Lord. And so Cain, also, uh, Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. That's how people feel. This is too much, you know. Uh, you eat and eat, and, you, and sometimes you're hungry or because you, you don't get the energy out of the food, so you tend to eat more. And I, I've been eating, hallelujah, uh, praise the Lord, um, I've been changing my weight of eating so I can have uh, uh, more strength. Muscle milk and things like that, there are things you can take that uh, uh, will give you more strength, brothers and sisters. And, 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 and you can eat less. You just got to right, So I, I will, on another day, will share that. I will share that. What, what will help you to have more energy? Because we fast three days a week. And please continue with the three-day fasting which are Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Very important. This is another thing that is going to give you energy, fasting. You say, what do you mean, Brother Elvie? You will burn, hallelujah, in your body. I believe, I forget what, what is it called. In your body that you will burn while you're fasting, the bad, oh, what is it, the bad, that you burn while you're fasting, brothers and sisters. Fasting is good. Even your doctor will tell you. Ask your doctor next time you go to the doctor. Fasting and good. When you fast three days a week, you fast to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I tell you, uh, pray, praise the Lord, try to eat better when you fast, and watch how it will improve your life. If you don't eat meat, well, 
after fasting, oh, my God, you're going to have more, so much energy. You're going to feel so much better. A lot of people think that I will be very tired after fasting, and they, they find out that when they're around me, I never stop doing something. This guy got so much energy. I have pastor things. I mean, you never stop. I mean, we, we, we spend time in the house. You're either answering email, ministering to this, ministering to that. You never stop. You're always going on. How do you have so much energy? Praise the Lord. I've been away from me for almost four, four years now, four or five years now. Praise the Lord. And, and it's just so great. It's so great. Praise the Lord. But I see a lot of people that are even so tired all the time. They're always complaining. They're tired, tired, tired. Younger people than I, and I'm 44. And a lot of people who are younger have no energy at all. Praise the Lord. And I go all day long, and I just go on and do the ministry almost all day long. I pray for hours to get up to ministry. And I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. I'm still taking care of my family, my wife, my two kids. I'm going to appointment, taking her to appointment, taking them to appointment, doing this, doing that all day long. Doing ministry all day long, ministering on the phone all day long. Sometimes I'm like preaching on the phone for hours, ministering to someone or something from different country. Praise the Lord! And the pastor tell me, so different pastor tell me, how do you have all that energy? And then I tell him how the Lord told me nothing he need and all that. Praise the Lord! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I tell you, it's just. Uh, People don't realize the blessing, but I, I try to share. I try to share, and we cannot tell people you have to do it. No way. It's all done by love. Love the Lord, you do it. Amen. Let me move on now. Uh, Genesis 5:29, and he called his name Noah, uh, saying, "This name shall comfort us concerning our work and our soil of our hand, because the ground which the Lord had cursed." Hallelujah. Noah was a comfort. Why? Because God had a plan to save him and his family, his generation, his DNA, brothers and sisters. Because all the DNA was mixed with the fallen angel, the Nephilim. And I will talk about that in another program, but the Lord has been confirming to me about these Nephilim, and the Lord showed me how some survive the flood. Okay, it's really incredible because I know some people would like to hear that. The Lord showed me how some of them, some of them survived the flood, and that we have Nephilim today. And I, I probably will give my name as someone who the Lord told me is a Nephilim today, today, today. That is a topic for another day. Please, someone remind me of it. Praise the Lord. But I want to focus on this alone. Thank you, Jesus. It was something that I waited for years because of. Um, um, I pray in a lot of people, brother, how come you never talk about the Nephilim? You never go on and what's going on? I said, the Lord has not revealed anything to me. And this past week, the Lord began to talk to me about it. Past few weeks, and he's been revealing and showing it to me. And now, okay, now I know he has taken me to hell. Hallelujah. And he took me to hell and then showed me uh, the Nephilim there, the, the one that fallen, the one that got locked up. And I will explain that in more details. It, it was so amazing. I saw someone, oh, that is incredible, Ali. Hallelujah. But the next time he had a son and daughter, when they came with the daughters and men, what was destroyed was the flesh. 
the Nephilim are different fallen angels, or their or their or their seeds are different than Satan and the demons. And I will explain all that. But as I go into the Word, I gotta get all the Bible verses and then explain them to people and then show them. But it's it's gonna be such a cool revelation what the Lord has given me. And praise the Lord. I'm pretty sure John the Baptist will want to invite me to share this on his program. Praise the Lord, because the Lord has shown me so much about the Nephilim, and I will give details about it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I I have not uh, got uh, in no schedule or any other radio program for the time being. Praise the Lord. Um, we are planning this community for the Lord, and I don't want to forget to say this. We will have a, a big church in Nashville, a large church for 5,000 people in Nashville. And all that is in our heart and mind, and the Lord has confirmed he will give us what we need, a land and all everything we need. The Lord will provide all, brothers and sisters. And we're going to begin that work, I believe, very soon. And so... Uh, I will be on and off bringing Bible study here on the Lord's Tower. I will still be coming on the Lord's Tower. I don't want people to misunderstand that I won't be here anymore. Now, I will come here, amen, but I, I, what I want to say is this, that, praise the Lord, we have a mighty work to do. Judgment is in the horizon. Hallelujah. Judgment is soon, and it's sooner than what a lot of people think it is. I know the Lord has been talking to his prophets. About in his messenger, off his messenger, about judgment to come, and we were we were waiting for a few years, but it has been God's mercy for for the, for the world, for the United States, for the nation. But Father God is going to bring His judgment, and He has confirmed it to me, brothers and sisters. And I tell you, uh, we got to prepare for it. We cannot ignore what is about to come. We have to be prepared. That's why the church and all everything God is going to have us do. Must be done because the Lord showed this to me years ago. And had shown even um, Sister Amy. She was. We had a meeting yesterday, and she confirmed it to me that we will come here that the Lord's going to do this mighty work here. And the Lord showed this to me years before I came to North Carolina, and had brought me here. She said himself came to me and told me to come, that he will be with us. And, and so all this work is it's, it's a lot of work. I told the Lord that I needed help. He told me he's bringing over 30 ministers to work with me to do this work because it's more than 5,000 people that we will, be, we will be doing ministry to. Praise the Lord. Right now we have uh, several families ready to begin this work, brothers and sisters, several families who have said yes, yes. Some God already moving here. This is going to be large, larger than what a lot of people think. Praise the Lord, and it's all going to be for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So the getting of the land is almost here. I will give people the day after we get the land and we get all the permit. We can, we're going to have to get some contractor companies to work the land and do everything we need. Uh, we need it to be done before we begin this work. Praise the Lord. I hope we have all the, the, the time we need. We're calculating already what some of the contractor company would, 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 would have to get uh, some of the building into the land. And their permit, the city has to approve it. We have to sit down with the city and all that. So there's a lot 
I'm getting a, a, a lawyer involved in this, a local lawyer who can go to the city, go to city hall, go to the court, go to everything, and get everything done for us, brothers and sisters, because it needs to be done as 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 more as possible, as soon as possible. Praise the Lord. But it's going to take some time. A lot of people think you can just know there are law in place, especially in North Carolina. You see what happened with the what the government wants North Carolina to do. I don't know if you've seen television. Uh, having uh, uh, gates and lesbian bathrooms, well, the, the state has said no. And the State Department said that it's unlawful. Uh, you know, they, they don't, they, they practically don't care what the State Department will say. They, hallelujah, fear God. They fear God. And Jesus told me he has separated this place for himself. No Carolina and Texas, God has been, been incredible here. There's a lot of things. There is a lot of the gate bars. They have ran them. They have run them out of the state. The state, uh, hallelujah, the mayor, the governor have made it very clear to gates and lesbian bars. They don't want them in North Carolina. And, and some have come and to do business and all that, and they have run them out of the state. Other states, they, they have told them, go to any other state and open them. They can threaten to sue whatever. The state is strong financially, and they're standing their ground. Judges, uh, the judge, the, the, I mean, you should have seen the state government, the judges, and all that with Bibles on the end. It's incredible. It's online. They are standing on the Word of God, and God so far is with them, and the government has not been able to do anything to them anyway. Praise the Lord. And it's what the Lord has told me over the years. And I told the people on the Lord's Hall, a lot of people did not believe me. Now they, they hear it on the news, and they say, wow, so the Lord was right. Those people are standing their ground. They're standing on the word of God. They, they are very firm. And, and North Carolina is for Jesus. And the judges, the state, the mayor, they're all holding Bible, and they say they, they fear God, and they're going to stand on the word. And the, Obama and them are not happy with them. And the State Department put out a message to them last week. It was all over the news. But they don't care. They have not moved them, brothers and sisters. Please, I ask you to pray for them. Continue to pray for the state. Well, let's continue to put these men in, in prayer before God because the Lord will not leave them to shame. Jesus told me he, he, he moves here, and he is, hallelujah, for these people, brothers and sisters. And they, this day, they have called it for the Lord, and they're going to stand the ground. They will continue to open more churches. They will continue to open places to help people. They are creating jobs. They're doing so much. And they have told people that the state is not dependent on the government helps. Very clear all that. They have been telling people. So people don't, because there are so many other states that are so democratic and they so much on, on government support and all that. They tell people, you know, you will not get much food stamps and all that because, you know, the state is all about creating jobs and standing on the word, standing on the word. Praise the Lord. So please keep us in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord told me this, and it's been happening, and we're happy about it. Praise the Lord. So let me continue on the word again. I just don't want to forget anything that that we've been uh, talking about. Hallelujah. Genesis 8:21. And the Lord smelled the sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for men, 
saints. For the imagination of men's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I against my anymore everything living as I have done. You see what the Lord did? It was so harsh, if you can use that word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He will. He will. Of course he will. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord has put a powerful angel to, to be with Trump. And, um, I don't know if you heard the, the message I played last week. And that angel God has put with him, anointed him. He might be like Nebuchadnezzar. He may not be saved. But it don't matter because God is with him. And God is going to put him in office. That, that's the end of that. Brothers and sisters. So uh, they, 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 uh, they don't want him in, 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 um, in Pennsylvania, in Washington, D.C., brother. But it don't matter. 1600, believe it is. It don't matter. God wants him in there. God's going to put him in there no matter what people say. God's going to change, shake and change the country through him. A lot of people are not going to like what he's going to do. His agenda, they don't like it. But he's going to put a lot of people in jail. That's what he's going to do. And they're not going to be too happy with it. Praise the Lord. So, it will be a lot of changes coming. I'm telling judgment is coming, but there's also a lot of change coming. Praise the Lord. But God is because God is going to bless America with so much abundance. In order for him to do that, he he got to put his hand and really remove the wicked from the wicked places, brothers and sisters. This is God's land. After this was God's land. And, hey, who are they to come and say, no, we're going to do all this wicked stuff? God is just going to remove them. And that's it. That's the end of that. Yeah, there will be a lot of people crying. But you know what? Praise the Lord, it'll be for the good. Because he's going to remove from the Supreme Court all these judges and overturn all the laws that they have approved for homosexuals and lesbians. So the homosexuals and lesbians are not happy with Donald Trump. Because he's going to overrule all, all these laws they have passed. He's going to change them. And he's going to establish marriage for what is established in the Word of God and the Bible. And that was the end of that. There will be a lot of people angry for sure. A lot. But who, who cares? We need to stand on the word, even though it makes some people mad. It's the way it is, brothers and sisters. And he's going to overrule, overturn all these Supreme Court decisions over the 50 states for lesbian and gay. He's going to change all that nonsense and foolishness of the evil one and establish marriage. He already said that in his campaign. He's going to do it, but he's already getting people angry. Oh, no, no, no. And again, abortion is another thing he's going to change. Hallelujah. And they're, they're not happy for that. They're, they will want to cheat and do whatever so he don't win. But hey, if God wants him in there, praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So keep, we'll keep praying for God's will to be done. Amen. That's it. God will be done, not ours. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Genesis 9.25. And he said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall he be unto his brethren, because he saw the nakedness of, the nakedness of his father. We see that God cursed, but also uh, the servant of the Lord also cursed. Noah. And when he made this curse, servant to be servant, curses will make you a servant. A slave, in other words. Servant. Uh, this is a word used in the Bible, biblically servant, but it's not to enslave, brothers and sisters, slavery. 
And he became a slave to it. We know that later on we see slavery. Come out of that curse. It was just slavery. People that had nothing, that work for nothing, that live, that live under nothing. The devil just ruined their life. They were miserable and happy going on in the world, just serving other people. And we see later on that the slave, they they caught the private, the man, they caught the private, you know, and, and cut the ear, they put a ring on the ear on the nose. The curse began, as the curse began, it began to multiply on humanity. All because of this curse. Well, you can repent the curse of slavery in your life. Because it might be something there that is coming against you that the devil's using. And as you repent these curses, you immediately will begin to see the difference. Because that's what people experience after they begin to repent these curses. And these curses are real. So they, they're very real. Very, very real. They happen. Genesis 12, 3. I will bless them that bless thee, curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all family of the earth be blessed. Well, what God is saying to us, yes, I will curse them, curse to all the family. He will curse everyone. See, it doesn't say, look what it says. I will, I will bless him that bless thee, curse him that curses him. Curse him that curses him, anybody. Anybody. Now, the curse can be on someone or the family. I'm going to show you later that is it someone or the family. It's an Exodus 20. Someone or the family. The curse can go on. But the blessing that comes over your life can go also to your family. So as you, as you claim God's deliverance, Jesus' deliverance over your life, as you confess this curse, as you repent this curse, as you break these curses, Brothers and sisters, and you, you begin to fast, you begin to break these curses. Sometimes you'll need to fast, and you will need to fast more than one or twice. I tell you that right now. Some people don't see it right away. Some people see it fast. Some people need to do it more until it's done. You do it until it's done. You just don't say, well, I'm going to fast one day for this curse to be broken in my life and my family. No, you do this until it is broken. You don't tell God. How to do his work. Because that's what practically what people do. Well, God, you know, I'm going to do a stay fast, and you do it if you want or not. You don't, first of all, you don't talk to God that way. You ask the Lord to pray and fast, and you humble yourself. You're not going to pray this curse in your time after you come. And you keep asking the Lord every day. You keep fasting as much as you can every week, and the Lord is faithful. Remember, the Lord is faithful to do this. He came to set the captive free. Because he, he knew we would have problems with these things. So he took it upon himself on the cross. You can claim what Jesus did on the cross. Because a lot of people assume because Jesus already did on the cross, they don't have none of these things, but they still have it. How do they explain that to people? You either have them or not have them. But they have them. It's a reality. So they say, what do you do with them? And you break them. You claim what the Lord did on the cross. You confess them, you repent them, you fast, you pray. You claim what Jesus did on the cross, and you break them. And after you break them, you can enjoy the freedom from the Lord. Praise the Lord. But it's going to take some time. Some people have taken longer than other people, but they still receive. That's a good thing. The Lord wants to set you free. Once you begin, you'll do it. Don't be afraid to ask people to join you in agreement. Agreement is very powerful. I talk about agreement here, and the Lord talks a lot. With two or three colors together in my name, there I will be. But with two colors... Uh, 
Uh, agree on something they ask and will be given to them, Jesus thought. Very important. Agreement is very powerful. You can send me an email and say, Brother uh, I'm preaching this to my family. I'm fasting. I'm praying. Please also pray with me. Present, even in your fasting, if you want to pray with me about this, no problem. No problem. Thank you, Lord. And doing it together, you, you'll find out it's so powerful when it's done. And it comes over you, your family. The blessing comes over you, your family. Praise the Lord. Some people don't have a good relationship with their children or their parents or their grandparents. Division in the family argument, not getting along, this, this, and that. All that can be generational cursing. You'll begin to break this stuff. You're going to find out one of the generational curses I remember now that was broken was that grandmother and her grandchildren. They were awful, could not get along, would not listen to that. And, and the grandmother began to fast and pray about it. And my goodness, this was broken up. And her grandchildren gave her a heart. They cried. Oh, man, it was so special. She told me what happened. Praise the Lord. So happy. Thank you, Lord. You won't believe that the problem they were having was that generation occurred. But they could not get along for years. And that is so sad in the family. Sometimes a lot of argument in the marriage that people have are curses that needs to be broken. And they'll find out that when they break the curse, their relationship change, change for the best, for the better. And like I tell people, don't take demons to counseling. Break the curse, rebuke the demons. And that's it. You don't take demons to counseling. Because that's what a lot of people do and don't even know. There's a lot of counseling programs that I used to listen to and that I know that are in churches and are everywhere. But the reality is a lot of the percentage don't work. Because you can't take demons to counseling. The modern demon in your life and you're saying you're going to counseling instead of getting uh, deliverance from them. You fast and pray. And I say a 58. I tell people all the time when I tell them about fasting, I say a 58. What does it say? And I say a 58. Let's go to Isaiah 58. Thank you, Lord. I'm only going to point one thing. And I say a 58. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And take the time to read the rest. But I'm going to point one on one thing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 58, 6. It is not the fasting that I have chosen to lose the veil of wickedness, to take off the heavy burden, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. After he mentioned all these yokes, that you break all of them, God says, every, every yoke you break. You don't leave one of them. You don't break one and leave the other one. You have to break them all. A lot of people break one or two. But, Brother Elby, why is it good to just break one or two? That's what I think. I mean, in my logical mind, if you have all these jokes, all these curses all these, that needs to be broken, break them all. Take the time with the Lord in prayer and fasting and do it. Be free from all of them. Why just do one or two when there's more? And, and you'll know a bit more because you'll feel the freedom from the one you break, and then you feel bondage in other part of your life or family life. Then you go on. You continue on and on and on. And my goodness, the freedom in the family, in your life in the family will be incredible. It is not that the fasting I have chosen to lose the van of wickedness, to take off the heavy burden, 
to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Brothers and sisters, every yoke. I don't know how many yokes there are, but God wants you to break every one. Every one of them. But you don't leave one. Break them all. Break them all off your life and your family life. Thank you, Lord. To lose the band of wickedness, wickedness, man. There are people sinning in secret wickedness, doing wicked things that they should not be doing, but they, they got bondage. They, 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 they got yoke. They yoke by these things. And it, it, have been through, it comes all the way through sin or generation of curse, and you break all this stuff, heavy burden. People are heavy burden all the time. People don't smile anymore. People cannot talk about being happy or anything because they're heavy burdens. So let the oppressed go free. People oppressed. Depressed. I always tell people depression is oppression. Because how do you relate the truth? Because I have dealt with, with depressed people. I have, I have prayed over people who've been depressed and the oppression has left them. Brothers and sisters. Isn't that incredible? They're depressed. A lot of the, uh, I I say because I experienced this that depression is a demon, a, a bondage, a joke that needs to be broken over people's lives. Some have been demon some have been yoked that has been broken. Spirit's a joke. So as the depression leaves, the oppression leaves. Some people are depressed because they're oppressed. Why? Because I experienced this in the ministry as I prayed for people who had who were depressed and after they got set free, they changed, they were not depressed anymore. The oppression brought depression on them. Thank you, Lord. See the Lord teaches you so much when you're praying for people and seeing them set free and and, and they just didn't know that was there and you pray with them and you say, Look, you know, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. To get the oppressed, go free. As long as people are depressed, the depression is there. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Praise the Lord for the person. When people are depressed, they want to be alone. They want to be alone. They don't want to be with anyone. They take medication. They go to the doctor, the psychiatrist, the counseling. They're depressed. Depressed is a sickness. Uh, said by doctors, the psychiatrist will tell you depression is a sickness. You can look up depression. It's a sickness. And it's simply an oppression, brothers and sisters. You break the oppression, and the depression leaves. Brothers and sisters, they need rehab. They need, re- they need to go to mental health. They need mental health, and it's, just, it's difficult. It's difficult. I, I pray over a woman who was depressed for many years, over 20. Hallelujah. And she was very depressed. When she was depressed, she has to be alone in her room, and um, I work in a group home in mental health, and all these people either have depression or different sickness, and I said to her one time, may I pray for you? I, I, just, I felt the anointing very strong. I was fasting that day, and, and I felt the Lord wanted me to pray for her. Don't even have to lay hand on her. Some people get scared when you lay hand on them. I said, I don't even have to touch you. Praise the Lord. I, I, allow me to pray for you. You want the Lord. Do you believe in, in the Lord? Yes. Uh, because she was taken to church when she was younger. 
I said, you know, the Lord would like to set you free. Uh, that depression, let me say, let me rebuke that oppression. And I, 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 I started rebuking that oppression, breaking it on her. And she felt that leave, bro. And she began to smile. And and um, when the rest of the uh, the counselor came and and the, and the nurse and all that, what happened to you? Why are you so alive to them? And all that? Oh, brother, all we rebuked this demon from me. Oh, my God. They wanted to talk to me. Why are you rebuking demons out of people? I got myself in trouble for that. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. But the mental health, that's the way it is. You know, they they, they don't like for people to be separate. They don't like that. I, I've been there. I know. I've been accused of that. Praise the Lord. And I'm like, you know, it was a great day what God did in this woman's life. She's not depressed anymore. But because they're making money from the saints, they they like to keep these clients around, you know. And I said, oh, boy, this, this is horrible. This is, these people cannot be free. The Lord cannot set them free because the, the people are so money hungry, they don't want that. I said, oh, wow, this is incredible. It's incredible. Praise the Lord. But she was very happy after that. Although she had other jokes, other demons bothering her, which I knew is the Lord to set her free too from that. But she see, I told her not to tell anyone. And she went, and it's like, remember Jesus telling the people that got healed or set free, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. And they went about and they told everybody in the town. It's like telling them, tell everybody. I tell this woman, don't say anything because I'm going to get in trouble. You know, I'm here. This is my job. I'm a mental health counselor, and I'm here to, you know, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, you know, it was so sad. And, and I told I told my boss, my manager, listen, I believe in God. I, you know, I, yes, I do this. They have sent me to school. They pay off the school for me and all that. And I, I, I passed all the classes and all that. I graduated. I was satisfied or everything. And the company has paid for everything. Two companies have sent me to school. But the, the whole deal was that, brothers and sisters, that it was more about money than anything else. They didn't want the, 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 the patients to be free because they deal with them as customers, business people that they make money off them. And I was so heartbroken back then, but the Lord helped me to understand that this is the way society is and until the Lord Jesus comes and changes everything. This is the way it's going to be. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. But doing that in the street was no problem. I was just doing that in the program that was an issue. Praise the Lord. But then I said, I'll, I'll just do it out there, but not, not in the program. But you see, the woman experienced the freedom. And I, yes, I was teaching that in church. I was doing that in the street, in jail. And people would, would be in set free. But praise the Lord, I felt so bad for that woman. Oh, we locked up in a room with nothing and just looking at the wall, depressed all day long, sometimes for days. And I felt so bad. She looked to be such a nice person. And just this wicked, evil depression had a hold on her. And I knew what it was. I knew what I can take. I can take authority when the Lord was set her free. He did. But that, that also was a problem now that she was free. Because she told him, well, I don't want to take medication anymore. 
and they didn't agree with that. Oh, you got to take your medication. We pay our nurse to give you your medication every day. You got to take it. Praise the Lord. Yes, they get suicidal thought. That's right. All that is, and so much more, brothers and sisters. And I see people being set free from these things, and I know the Lord can. can there might be people uh, that are in group home and people that are that are depressed or have the sickness of depression and all that, and different things that the Lord can set them free. Your depression is an oppression. It's a yoke, part of the yoke. You fast and pray, and the Lord can set you free from that. It might be through a generational curse in your family. And, but if you confess and you repent, and the Lord will set you free. And you can pray over a family member who has this, brothers and sisters. I, I, we had an issue with, I went to the hospital, and, and, and uh, we prayed for a patient that got healed. And um, it was just a friend. It was no family. And we got almost thrown in jail for that. I almost got thrown in jail for praying a patient over a patient in the hospital who got, who got healed because the hospital rule was that unless it was family and the family had brought a priest or someone, that was not allowed in the hospital. And they almost throw me in jail, brothers and sisters, for praying over someone in the hospital who was dying and got healed. They told me I had no right doing that. It, you know, the system had gotten so silly so silly, it is, it is utter. That's why I'm waiting for the Lord to come and change everything. Because everything, it is just way beyond. This was not here in North Carolina. I was in Massachusetts, brothers and sisters. But I tell you, it is just beyond, 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 beyond. The state has changed so much. And, and you know, and I told them, you know, hey, we were here for this man. He was a friend. They invited us. Hallelujah. And the Lord healed them. He, he got up. He sat in bed. He says, I'm, I'm fine. I want to get out of here. You know, and we left that up to the hospital. But, you know, they they told us, who, you know, why were you there? You had no right. You had no, you didn't have permission for the hospital to do this and all that. And our policy and our rule, you broke our policy and rule. And they wanted to throw me in jail. And, but the Lord did not allow them to, but they wanted to. Brothers and sisters. It is so silly, you know. In, in some of these hospital administrations, they claim to be religious also, but they they stick to the hospital hospital policy, and someone like me they will throw in jail. Okay, you will throw someone like me in jail, brothers. It is it is so silly up there. The, the system is so silly. It has changed so much. Praise the Lord, because they claim to care for people. But they don't. They really don't. They claim to care for their health, but they really don't, brothers and sisters. This is this is the way it is. The silliness is just beyond. Right. So, so be careful as you learn these things, and you know you can pray it over someone, take authority in the name of the Lord, and break the curses with someone in prayer. And you take authority, you rebuke it. Or I mean, you tell someone to fast. Let's do this while fasting, and boom, you can break it and. Other than the person that's free, you can get yourself in trouble for that, too. So be wise. Be wise of serpent. Remember, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And be careful because they're always watching us, everything we do. They're always, everything we say, they're watching and all that. 
praise the Lord, and, and man, you know, I was told by Mr. O.B. that he listened, he had listened to the Lord Tower and seen a lot of the things I do. That's what he said to me in person. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. But the Lord wanted me to hear him saying that to Mr. O.B. who's going to be out of office soon. He had listened to the Lord Tower. He knows everything I do. He says to me, face to face, talking to me. They're watching us. They're watching us. <laughs> they are watching us, everything we do. And that's why I tell people I tell people we have to be more careful. We have to be more careful because they're watching us. And they know what we stand, they know we stand, we stand with the Lord. They don't like that. We don't stay with darkness, we stand with light. They don't like that, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. He said that face face to face to me. Hallelujah. And uh used to call white, now it's black house. Hallelujah. God have mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Genesis 27, 29. Let people serve thee, and nation bow down to thee. Be, uh, be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Curse be every everyone who curse thee, and blessed be he that blesses thee. What I want to say is that uh, people can curse Israel, brothers and sisters, even with comments. Hallelujah. And the word can come to pass in their life. Uh, remember that when you speak, that's why we're going to give an account out of every word that comes out of our mouth, Jesus said. Remember this. We're going to give an account. And there are so Christ, some Christians that have criticized Israel. Never criticize Israel. Remember what God says in his word. I will bless them that bless thee. I will curse them that curse thee. Do you think God can curse them when he curse them and Eve? Hallelujah. And God can barely curse someone down here. He says, I will curse. He said, he will do that. And there are people coming out of the curse because they're coming against Israel. And the nations that are coming against Israel are being cursed. And we see a lot of the curses manifested too. Brothers and sisters, we see a lot of the curses manifested. Praise the Lord. It's happening. It happens. It's real. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am part of the bloodline of Israel, too. So whatever curses me, the Lord will curse, too. <laughs> it is incredible. Praise the Lord. It made me think. That's why Jesus, I remember he was standing in front of me. He says, he says to me, those that will come against you, will come against me. I remember Jesus saying that one. And I didn't understand until he revealed to me that I was a, of the bloodline, of his bloodline, the bloodline of Israel. I said, oh, my goodness. Now I understand why he said that to me. Praise the Lord. So, you know, I'm at the bloodline of the Jewish people, Israelites, well, the curse of me will be cursed. Praise the Lord. We can lift these curses to repentance, brothers and sisters. We can break them, break these curses. Praise the Lord. I'll bring more details about it. We've been two hours into the program. Hallelujah. And so, uh, brothers and sisters, I want to come back tomorrow night. I would uh, uh, do the first hour with more knowledge because we are, we are, this is just the beginning. I got so many Bible verses. Here. Oh, my goodness. Not maybe 25% out of the whole Bible study. Because I, I haven't even got into Exodus yet. I'm only in, in Genesis. Talking about these curses, there's so much more still to be to be read out of the word. 
and explain. I, I don't want to rush through this. There's one thing I want to do. I want to do it slow, careful, explain as much as I can, know that I've been applying this to my life, doing it every day. I do these prayer-breaking curses and also helping other people, and it's thousands of people being helped with it. I tell you, it works. It works. It works. God has done it. Glory to the Lord and unto us. Amen. Oh, glory to Jesus. I want to thank each and one of you. Here's uh, one of the programs that I went with, with uh, Ashley Cashin. I don't know if we'll be able to two hours to hear the entire program back in 2012. Praise the Lord. We were praying for healing back in 2012. There were other programs also that were awesome about healing where people got baptized, brothers and sisters, after listening to the Lord God. It was incredible. We had so much fun in 2012, 2013, 14, 15. Now, 16, I'm hoping to see a great move of God this year, brothers and sisters. I, the, year is not a, the year is only beginning. Praise the Lord. And even if we have to go into days and weeks of fasting, we're nothing to see a great move of God. We'll, if we have to do it, we have to do what we have to do, brothers and sisters. But we want to see a great move of God this year. We know that God can bring it. God can do it. So we're going to uh, uh, continue to believe God and that the power of God will be manifested for young people to see and believe. There's a lot of young people that follow me to the Lord's Tower and are hungry for the presence of God, are hungry for the power of God. Some people have seen so wide out of the power of God in some of the service we had in, in person, but there's still thousands of people that are hungry for more. Some people get touched so powerful in French and Germany. And I, I recently had a brother from Switzerland contact me this week. People from Switzerland, it was awesome. We have, to, we have people from Russia. And the program is going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Africa, deeper Africa. It's, just, it's incredible what God is doing. From Ireland, and I, I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the island. I'm getting people contacting me, pastors, leaders from Ireland, brothers and sisters. That's incredible. A name that I cannot even pronounce in the map. They, they, the program has been a blessing to them. The power of God has touched them there, and, and, and wow, it's incredible. They tell me how much they, they tell me how much they love me in local boat tower. I thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, we have a lot of Chinese that follow the boat tower. Yes, we do. That's we have people in Japan also, Japan. We have a, a sister, uh, back in 2013, a in Israel too, a sister from Israel, uh, from, uh, I'm sorry, Japan began to support the Lord Tower, I remember. She was sending the money in Japanese. I have to change it at the bank, brothers and sisters. Yeah, we have, yes, Morocco. Yes, hallelujah. Africa, Morocco, amen. Thank you, Lord, for that. Nigeria, oh, so many places in Africa, Nigeria. Um, I'm trying to think some of, some of the other places in Africa. There are so many of them. My, in the Middle East, God had also touched in, in, in save Islamic. It, it's awesome. Praise the Lord. And, and yes, in Iran. Praise the Lord. Don't tell the Iranian that. They'll kill them. They'll kill them. But Hallelujah. We have a, a, a great man of God in Iran who got saved through the Lord's Tower and, and is serving the Lord and is teaching the word to other people. 
Amen. He was the Quran was the only thing he believed all his life, and he got saved in the Lord's hour. Now, praise the Lord! It's just so incredible the testimony. Now we have a, a great follower in Rome. Don't, don't forget to pray for the sister in Rome and the brothers in Rome, mostly sister in the Catholic Church in Rome. Please don't forget to pray for them. They're awesome. I've been contacted by priests from Rome. This is incredible. Incredible priests in Rome listening to the Lord Tower. <laughs> rabbi, yes, we have rabbi who listens to the Lord Tower. Thank you, Lord, for that. Uh, uh, the priest from Rome tell me he found the Lord Tower very interesting, is, is what he said. Very charisma is another word he uses. He, he sends me this long email for me to read uh, from Rome, bro. It's incredible. But it's it, you know, hey, you know, we don't we don't we don't criticize anyone. Everybody is welcome. We're not against anyone. We make it very clear. Amen. We're not against anyone. We also have a group of brothers and sisters in North Korea. They listen as they can. They know how to find the Lord Tower. You know what the government of North Korea has been doing to our brothers and sisters? Please keep them in prayer. A group, I think it was a 12, 14 of them. Listen to this. Our group in North Korea, which is 12, 14, 14, I believe they said they were, brothers and sisters, they listen to the Lord live, the Lord child life as they can, okay? And the government, brothers and sisters, have been blocking their Internet service. Every time they find them, They'll block them. And they have been able to get the message to me and tell me, we love the Lord Tower. We are your brothers and sisters here in North Korea. Please pray for us. Other brothers and sisters, please pray for us. Okay? We are a group of 14, and we love the Lord, and, you know, they have received the Lord. Amen. They said the Lord Tower has been a blessing. The government in North Korea don't allow programs like this to go through. They block them because they talk about Jesus. They don't like that. So the group, every time they're able to get a connection, they, 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 they're able to get different connections, hallelujah, they, so they can listen live, you know. And, you know, they can go under the radar and, and, and just try to get different connections so they can listen to the Lord, just to listen to the Word, to listen to the Word. Some of these people don't have a Bible. I think it's a Bible for the whole group they have. If they find out, they have the Bible, they will be killed. Okay? Just to let you know, the issue that some people have that listen to the Lord Tower, please keep them in prayer, brothers and sisters. You see that your support to this program help people everywhere. Hallelujah. Help people everywhere, brothers and sisters. This is why I was telling people on the, the chat room, please don't write anything offending to the people because so many different people from, from so many countries, they come in and out. A lot of them don't even want to come on the chat room. We have usually 42, 45, 47 people on the chat room that used to come on the chat room and talk to everybody. Well, some of the people that told me we cannot go on the chat room because some people get offensive. Offensing. They, they be offending people. Offensive. They keep offending people for no reason and writing things that you're talking about something and if you're looking at the chat room, Get all distracted. Why do they do that, Brother Ari? I, I tell them I try to tell people not to do that, but I also tell people you don't have to go onto the chat room. 
Just listen, listen. That's okay. Listen to the program. Read your Bible with us if it works. But, you know, this is why we need to share more of the Bible, brothers and sisters, because the brothers in North Korea only have, fortunately, of them only have one Bible. I don't know how much of them have grown because they keep growing. They were less, now they're 14. But they only have one Bible for the whole group. They have to take turns reading the Bible. How many Bibles we have in America and around the world? So there are more people with more Bible in Africa than in Korea. It, it is, government don't want it, and if they find it, they, they'll burn it. They'll take it away from people. Why? Because it's a system. That's the system in Korea. Brothers and sisters, I thought I was going to get in trouble maybe with the government because some people in North Korea listen. Praise the Lord. But, you know, now some people have been translating some of the message in France and different uh, language, and some of the people from those languages are contacted me, and I tell them that I don't speak those languages. I'm sorry, English and Spanish, that's it. I don't, I, maybe some Hebrew a little bit, but, you know, it is so sad, you know, so sad. I'm, I'm not able to speak those languages yet. But if you do, and sometimes you want to say, Brother Elvis, why don't we, you, you speak in English one day, and I'll translate it for them, you know, Hey, or if you want it on the chat room, sometimes translate it, type in it so people can read it another. another. You see, when we put Bible, Bible uh, verses in the chat room, people from the country can read them in their computer as they can. Listening is the best they can do, but they can also read it. I found you uh, there's so many ways we can help people. Because we have abundance here, a Bible, we know all the things God provided to us. We, we, we neglect to understand the suffering of, of other people. Never do that. Pray for them. Please, I want to ask everyone to pray for them. Keep those people in North Korea. We have a large amount of people in South Korea. Oh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. Uh, people from South Korea write to me most of all the time. On Facebook, oh, lots of brothers and sisters on Facebook, hundreds of them. I might have more than 400 or 500 of South Korea followers and listeners on Facebook. I can check my Facebook almost every day. They always leave me a message from, from South Korea. They, they are loving, caring people. I love those brothers and sisters. They are great. They are awesome. I used to bring some of them back into Chapter 13 and 14 to talk on the Lord's Tower. We will... I'm planning to bring some more of them. I, I have them here. Some of the ministers from South Korea, I have them on Skype. Okay? I can send a message to them anytime. I have a brother from China here, Carlos Shen. He's probably listening to us. Carlos, if you're listening to us, say, say hello there in, uh, on Skype. Praise the Lord. Let me see who else is there. Uh, praise the Lord. We, we have people. Oh, man. Trinidad Tobago, praise the Lord. Shalom there, brother. Uh, thank you, Jesus. From South, uh, brother Joseph Benjamin, he's been on the Lord's Tower from South Korea. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we, we have from Africa, brother Kevin is there. Kevin Vallanueva, he's from South Korea. Shalom there. We have a lot of followers listening on Skype. On Skype, the Lord, uh, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, live from those countries. Right now, listening to the Lord's Hour on Skype. They are on Skype right now. 
And I have all these people here. I have a list so long, brothers and sisters, in Skype, in my Skype, from all these countries. I have a sister here in Dominican Republic. Hallelujah. A lot of these people test me, write to me. Um, a lot of people from Africa, Silvery, Africa, Colombia, Sister Geneva, Colombia. Uh, praise the Lord. Oh, man. It, it is just so many brothers and sisters. We had a listener live from Argentina. Argentina. Brothers and sisters, that listen to us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and it's so awesome. It is so awesome. Hallelujah. A uh, uh, listener from Spain. Hallelujah. Spain, Spain. Hallelujah. Uh, people are so awesome from Spain. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. We have uh, we have a uh, few around the world from different languages that speak English. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that speak English. And they, they listen to the Lord's Hour in English. A lot of them listen to them in Spanish, too, in the Spanish program. We have so much listeners. A sister was telling me today in a church where I got invited, Brother Elby, my goodness, your program is such a blessing. We never miss your program, the Lord's Hour. And praise God. There you go. Thank you, Lord. We have so much listener. My goodness. Praise the Lord. I, 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 don't, I, don't have, I haven't had time to add everyone that have requested me on Skype. Praise the Lord. Another problem I have before I, I put on the, the program, I have a, a problem on Facebook. Okay? My problem on Facebook is I have 5,000 people or more on Facebook. 5,000 people or more. Now, my problem is that I have on Facebook, I'm going I'm gonna to read them right now, but you see my issue. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And it goes on for over 300 people waiting on Facebook to be added, follower of the Lord's Hour. I have 5,000. I try to contact Facebook with this problem because this is a problem. People want to be part of the Lord's Hour. Over 300 more people that wants to be part out of the Lord's Tower. That was, that's what someone suggested today, that I will create a second Facebook. I'll probably do that. Yes, I think I'll probably do that. Just create another page and let people know. Because I didn't think I could do that. But the thing is, they, when you put the email on the second Facebook, they, they tell you you already have an account. So I don't know if I can do that. Maybe someone can help me with that. Okay. So we have over 5,000 people and over 300 people over 300 people, brothers and sisters, waiting to be added. Praise the Lord. So I'm, I'm going to do that second account. I'm going to try that tonight and see how that works. But if I can do that, brothers and sisters, I will do that because, you see, we don't want to reject anyone or put everyone on hold. We want to help as much people as we can. That's what I tell people. The, the, the Lord Church here, the, the hallelujah, the Healing Ministry, brothers and sisters, church, International Healing Ministry of Jesus Christ Church, it's going to be powerful. That will be the name of the church, and praise the Lord. It's going to have more than 5,000 people because people love the Lord's Tower, like Sister Solomon today, the brothers and sisters, and more people want to be added, but I cannot add more people because it's too much already. 
Praise the Lord. But it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. As more people from, from North Carolina and around the different states, uh, keep, people are moving here to North Carolina. More people are moving. More people wants to come. The Lord will bring more. The Lord will provide for people to come. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Life, the power of God is going to be incredible. I'm waiting for those days to come. We were talking about it in my house. We had a group, nice group at my house. We had a nice Bible get-together, nice uh, service yesterday, and it was incredible. Praise the Lord. And we will, we will definitely continue to get together, and it's going to grow so much. Amen. But we, we need a building. The building is the matter that it, you get everything approved by the city and all that, and it's going to be done. It's going to be done. So he, he, is, he is the Bible, so I need to rest. Because I, I want to come on tomorrow, praise the Lord. You know what he can do in your life if you humble yourself to him. If you humble yourself to Jesus, Jesus know that he can raise you up. He can restore you. Hallelujah. He can cleanse your life. He can purify you. Hallelujah. And he can use you to preach the gospel with power, with anointing, where many lives will come to him. He will use you. For his glory. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. This is the purpose of God behind your life. Like name and her. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 10 says, Elisha sent a message out to him. The messenger, the messenger said, Go wash yourself in the Jordan River seven times. Then your skin will be healed. You will be pure and cleansed again. Hallelujah. But Naaman was a man like you and I. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But Naaman went away angry. Hallelujah. You know, just when God, just when God expects people to humble themselves, you know what they do? They get mad. How dare Elvie talks about humbling themselves. How did Albie bring the same message again about pride? I'm getting out of here. Forget about this chat room. I go, to a, I go listen to another program. There's a lot of radio programs out there, Christian radio program. I go listen to another. How dare him talk about, hallelujah, pride, humbling ourselves again. Hallelujah. How dare him even talking about it all week long when he's going to shut up about it? They get mad. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. They get mad. Naaman got mad. He got angry. How dare Elisha want me to go watch myself seven times in the Jordan River. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. How dare him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He is so good. So, hallelujah. He says, I will surely he... He will come to me. Listen to this. Hallelujah. Naaman did not want to humble himself. He was expecting Elisha to go to him. In another way, he was expecting God to come to him. Not him humbling himself to God. No, he was expecting God to go to him. See, God is calling Naaman to humble himself. Naaman is saying, no, I want him to come to me. Look at his pride. 
when we think this way, that's pride. What is what is this woman thing? She better cancel me. I'm not going to her. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what Naaman said. What did he think he is? What did he just come to me? And I thought he would stand there and pray to the Lord, his God. <laughs> I thought he would have his hand over my skin, said Naaman. <laughs> then I will be healed. And what, what about Abana and Shafar River of Damascus? And another word, Naaman is saying, listen to what Naaman is saying. What about Anna, Abana and Shafar River of Damascus? Aren't they better than any other river of Israel? <laughs> now he's criticizing the river. He is criticizing the way God wants to humble him. Huh. Like God didn't know that in Damascus, hallelujah, hallelujah there might have been better river than, than, than in Israel. But that wasn't the point. The point was that God wanted to use the Jordan River to humble Naaman. Whatever God uses to humble you, you must accept whatever God offers you. You got to take it. And you got to humble yourself. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You got to humble yourself. Tonight, Ashley and I, we're going to pray, hallelujah, for the people that have problems with pride. And that means that's including me. That God will humble us. That God will help us with his pride. That we humble ourselves before God. We need a healing in this area. We need healing. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And God was dealing with the disease that Naaman had in his heart, pride. That was the first healing Naaman needed. The skin disease will come later. Your pride, God wants to deal with our pride first. Then our other healing comes later. Because if you continue in pride, you will continue to fall. You will continue to sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So we need a healing in our pride. Like Naaman did. Couldn't I watch and them and be made pure and clean, says Naaman, in the river in Damascus? So he turned and went away. He was burning with anger. <laughs> Boy, did his brother have a problem with anger. Boy, that he had a problem with anger. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God wanted to humble him. But hallelujah, Naaman was getting mad. He was so mad. Hallelujah. Good thing Elisha was not in front of him because I think he would have given Elisha one and would have knocked him down. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Pride is so evil. Pride can blind us so much. It can blind people. Women and men are blind by pride. They're just blind like that. And God wants to humble us. And this is the reason God is bringing judgment on America and the world very soon. It's imminent because of their pride. God wants to humble them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That is why. So Naaman finally 
bursting, recognize, hallelujah, that he was wrong. He finally recognized after getting mad, really mad. In verse 13, the Bible said, Naaman's servant went over to him. Then he said, you are like a father to us. What if the prophet Elijah had told you to do some great thing? Wouldn't you have done it? But he only said, wash yourself. Then you will be pure and clean. You should be even more willing to do that. <coughs> Here comes the voice of God through, through this humble servant. Humble servant. Hallelujah. You are like a father to us. When you can recognize someone like that, and you can respect and you can humble yourself to them, that shows this humility in your life. And this humble servant says to Naaman, you are like a father to us. What if the prophet Elisha had told you to do some great thing? Wouldn't you have done it? But he only said, wash yourself, then you will be pure and clean. You should be even more willing to do that. Hallelujah. God has to use some, someone humble to show Naaman. What is to walk in humility? Hallelujah. What is to walk in humility? When you walk in humility, you will respect. Hallelujah. You will recognize the, per, the people that God has put in front of you. You will respect them. You will submit yourself to them. And this servant of Naaman spoke in humility. God gave him a great example. Of what is to walk in humility. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord God Almighty for his mercy. Because he never gave up on you and I. He knows that you and I had the bending of the serpent. Pride. Breathe into our life. And God never gave up on us. And God said, I'm going, hallelujah, to help Naaman. I'm going to help my people. Hallelujah. To humble themselves. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Bible says that Naaman went down to the Jordan, Jordan River. He dipped himself in it seven times. He did exactly what the man of God had told him to do. Then his skin was made pure again and became clean like the skin of a young boy. Naaman and all his attendants went back to the the man of God, Naaman, stood in front of Elisha. He said, now I know that there is no God anywhere in the world, in the whole world. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Accept in Israel. Please accept my gift. Let me tell you what happened here. Naaman gave his life to the Lord. He has set God as the only God. He has set him as his only Savior. He has set God as God. He humbled himself to God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He humbled himself to God finally. He finally recognized there's only one God in the whole world. One God and it's the God of Israel. There's only Yahweh. The only God that created all things for himself. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. 
he finally got saved. Because God was working in his life for salvation. But not only did Naaman got saved, but Naaman, hallelujah, got healed afterward. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. His soul got restored. So his skin got healed. He received his healing after he humbled himself. You want your healing? Humble yourself. You want healing in your life? Humble your life to God. Humble your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. And God will give you your healing. Humble yourself and let your soul be restored. Let your soul be safe. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But humble yourself before God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And, and Naaman says to Elijah, please accept this gift from me. The prophet answered, I serve the Lord. You can be sure that he lives. You can be, be just as sure that I won't accept a gift from you. Elijah, in another word, is saying to Naaman, God heal you. God save you. I'm not going to charge you for what God did. No way. No way. I'm not going to charge you for what, something that God did. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Even though Naaman begged him to take it, Elijah wouldn't. He wouldn't. Hallelujah. I can see that you won't accept my gifts from me, says Naaman. But please let me have some soil from your land. Give me as much as a pair of mule can carry. Here's what I want. I want it. I won't ever bring burnt offering and sacrifice to any god again. You see that now he, he got saved. He was serving Yahweh now. I bring them only to the Lord and worship him on his own soil. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for the salvation of Naaman. Hallelujah. Praise God for the salvation of many people. Hallelujah. Who hear this gospel. Who receive this gospel. Who humble themselves before God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But there is one thing I hope the Lord will forgive me for. From time to time, my master will enter the temple to bow down to his God. Raymond. When he does, he'll learn. On my arm, then I have to bow down there also. I hope the Lord will forgive me. Look, look at the repenting of this man. Look how this man humbled himself. He did not want to worship any God anymore. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Elijah said, go in peace, Elijah said. Naaman started out on his own way. Let me, tell, let, me, let me share with you why we cannot accept a gift or a donation, or any type of money for something that God does. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because it's for the glory of God, and we should not charge anybody for any healing. Verse 20 says that, Gadassi was the servant of Elisha, the man of God. Gadassi said to himself, My master was too easy on Naaman from Aaron. He should have accepted the gift he brought I'm going to run after Naaman, and I'm going to get something from him. And that, and that just as sure as the Lord lives. Gadassi hurried unto Naaman. Naaman saw him running toward him. So he got down from the Sharia to greet him. Is everything all right, he asked. Everything is all right, Gadassi answered. 
My master sent me to say that was a lie. That was a lie. My master sent me to say two young men from the company of the prophet, have you come to me? They have come from here, our country, and Ephraim, please give me 75 pounds of silver and two sets of clothes. I wish you take you you take twice as much silver, said Naaman. He begged Asi to accept it. And Naaman tied up 150 pounds of silver up two bags. He also gave Asi two sets of clothes. He gave him of it two of his own servants. He carried ahead and Garasi. Garasi came to the hill where Elisha lived. Then the servant handed the things over to Garasi. He put them away in Elijah's house. He sent the men away and then left. Then he went back inside the house. He stood in front of his master, Elijah. Garasi, where have you been, said Elijah. I didn't go anywhere, Garasi answered. He lied again. But Elijah said to him, didn't my spirit go with you? <laughs> the Holy Spirit was watching. Gadasi, I know that the man got down from his chariot to greet you. Is this the time for you to accept money or clothes? It is the time to take olive grove, vineyard, flock, or herd. It is the time to accept male and female servant. You and your children after you will have name and skin disease forever. Gadasi left Elijah and he had name and skin disease. His skin was a white as snow. He was cursed because of it. Hallelujah. He was cursed. Hallelujah. We cannot charge anyone for something that God does. Because it is for the glory of God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. <coughs> God as he thought he could steal. Hallelujah. But he didn't understand that God was speaking through Elisha. And God, because he wanted to be glorified in the life of Naaman, who he just received as a Savior. Hallelujah. Did not want Naaman to pay for anything. But Gadassi did not understand what God was doing. And he went, the devil turned to him, he fell into sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, a lot of people say, I'm going to open a radio program. I'm going to open a television program. I'm going to open a ministry. And I'm going to pray for people for God to heal them. And I'm going to charge them a lot of money. And I'm going to make a lot of money. No. You don't open nothing for this purpose. Or you will be cursed like a dasi. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't do such a thing. Don't charge for something that God does. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Glorify God for it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Let God bless you. Let God bring things to your ministry. But don't charge people. If they want to give you a donation, that's fine. But don't go, hallelujah, and say, because of what this, I want that. No. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God is good and he loves us. He wants to heal us. He wants to show his glory. When God heals us, he gets glorified. So imagine he wants to heal. Of course he wants to heal the sick. He wants to be glorified. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what he wants in our life. You will praise him when he heals you. Praise the Lord. Because he wants to. He loves you. He wants to see his children healthy. 
Hallelujah. He wants he wants them to enjoy good health. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what God wants. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's all he wants for his children. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He wants them to have great health. I will be back after this break. Hallelujah.
praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I got my sister Ashley. Hallelujah. On the line. Hallelujah. Who is going to be praying with us. Hallelujah. Welcome, Ashley. Hello. Hello, Brother LV. How are you? I'm doing great, sister. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing awesome. Feeling the anointing right now. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Amen. Amen. Well, say hello to everyone who are listening to you. Hey, everyone. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ and people who are seeking the truth. <laughs> Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, now after the hour, we ask people to uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah, whatever infirmity, whatever is going on, whatever is hurting on their life, hallelujah. Yeah. Um, we will pray for it. Even if it's pride, you know, it's, it's we just got to recognize that we have a problem with pride. Hallelujah. We all and do. If, if you need prayer for that, we Ashley and I will come in agreement for you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. That that the Lord will, will, will heal you from pride. The Lord will remove pride from your life. And, and that he will bring humility back into your life. Hallelujah. Praise mm-hmm. Jesus. Hallelujah. We're here, hallelujah, to pray with our brothers and sisters. And what are we going to do is we're going to pray in agreement, Ashley and I, mm-hmm. with you. We're going to pray in agreement with you, hallelujah. So it's not so much we're going to pray for you, no. We're going to pray in agreement, hallelujah, with you. Pray Jesus, hallelujah, because Jesus mm-hmm. said with two or three comes in agreement for something, it will be given to them. And we have Amen. seen we have seen a lot of healing through this program because we have come in agreement. And I, I don't like it when people say pray for me. No. I don't I don't do that. I don't do that. I come in agreement. Hallelujah. Like Jesus said, where two or three comes in agreement for something, it will be given to them. And that's what I believe. This that this is what I believe from the Bible. Praise Jesus. And I seen the power of God work through this mightily. So I don't want to change this. I've been doing this almost for 20 years. Hallelujah. And I don't want to change this because it works. It works. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So when people come and say, pray with me, I tell them, I come in agreement with you. That's what I will do. Pray Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord answers those prayer. Pray Jesus. Hallelujah. Because when people came to Jesus, okay, for a healing, he didn't went and say, okay, I'm going to heal you now and walk away. No. He asked them, hallelujah, let it be done, he said to them, according to your faith. In other words, you have to believe. Hallelujah. Don't, don't come to Jesus telling him, mm-hmm. Lord, heal me just like that. Because he said, hallelujah, let it be done by your faith, according to thy faith. That's what Jesus said to the people. Hallelujah. And this is the way we got to do it. Praise Jesus. That's biblical. I believe it's biblical. It always works. I I won't change it for nothing else. Hallelujah. Because as people um, come in agreement with us, they also grow in faith. They start believing when God moves and heals them. And this is what it's all about. Growing in the Lord. Growing in a personal relationship with Him. This is what it's all about. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. so Ashley is, is ready to pray for you. Ashley and I are ready to pray for an agreement with you. So whatever you would yep, need prayer yep. for, go ahead, Ashley. Oh, wait. So I start now? <laughs> Praise Jesus. No, whatever you want to say, sister, to the brothers and sisters. 
Yeah, God, he he gives us free will to do whatever. And, yeah, I totally agree with you on that, like, coming in agreement and stuff. That that was just a revelation right there for me right now. And, um, you know, as you were talking, Elvie, uh, this one verse kept, like, striking out to me and stuff, like, you know, pride and stuff. You know, we need to have our confidence in the Lord. And that's why I'm here right now, like, you know, obviously you have to have some confidence in the Lord to be here and to be in, well, for me to, like, be in this position, you know. Amen. amen. And so this one verse that really struck out to me was um, Philippians 3.3 3 was, um, For we Christians are the true circumcision who worship God in spirit and by the spirit of God and exalt and glory and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ and put no confidence or dependency on what we are in the flesh and on outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. So I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, and and one, felt- one thing I also learned over the years is that for many years, people have been going to the pastors and ministers, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. So what happened yeah. is when those ministers fall, so the people also fall from grace. They walk away from the church. They walk away from believing. Why? Because their life, their spiritual life was based on that man. Not on mm-hmm. their own relationship with God. And you see the dangers with it? Where we're going to men for prayer? Yeah. Okay, you're based we're your, like your... the doors. Amen. Like, we're like the open doors. We're, we're God's servants. That's yes, all we well, are. That's what the guy uses. That's it. So this is why in this program I point people to Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what I do. We we both go together to Jesus. I need you need. So we both go in agreement to the Lord. Amen. Yes. If you put your trust on man, let's say me, I give myself an example, and I fall, you're also going to fall. Mm-hmm. Human you, ways are flowered. Amen. If you put your eyes on Jesus and I'll be fall, you wish me good luck. <laughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But you don't fall. Praise yep. God. Then you, you will be ready to pray for me because you're not falling. I'm the one that falls. You, you will be there to pray for me. You, you, you will do a prayer for me at least every day. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But if we both fall, who's going to stand? You see? Yeah. So it's very important to, 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 uh, to really go to the Lord together. Yes. Yeah. Jesus, hallelujah. It's very we are truly nothing without God. Like, Amen. it's so true. Amen, amen. You share another verse, I believe it was in Timothy, you were telling me over the phone, too. Oh, yeah, like, um, not laying hands. Timothy 5.15, I believe. Here, I'll actually look it up right now. Um, But, um, yeah, it's just like not, you know, being hesitant. I think uh, being hesitant when you um, lay hands on people and stuff like that, because, I mean, there could be someone that has, like, a bunch of unclean spirits in them, and you say, yeah, lay hands on me. And you're actually transferring unclean spirits and stuff. And churches who aren't that familiar with um, biblical scriptures and stuff, they could all be worshiping and stuff, and all of a sudden people are like, hey, let's lay hands on each other. And it's like, that's not okay because, you know, in the spirit realm, you're transferring unclean spirits onto one another. It's, It's not okay. So. Amen, amen. I'm going to look that, it up right now. Yeah. Amen. One of the things that the Lord uh, usually had to do with me is he has given me this sermon for this stuff, but he also, if I'm praying for someone that I should not be praying for, 
he'll tell me, I don't want you to be praying for this person. Praise Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to know the reason. I just need to listen to the Lord. Because a lot of people, right away, they want to question why the Lord is telling them not to do this. Oh, why? Why, God? Why? You don't need to get into that with God. You just need to obey God. That's what we need to do. Obey Him. If the Holy Spirit, the Lord is leading you, and you feel that the Lord don't want you to lay hand on someone or pray for someone, don't do it. Be obedient first. Remember mm-hmm. that obedience is better than sacrifice. And we humans tend to do more things than obey. We like to do more sacrifice than obey. We like to be up there doing stuff without being obedient. And that's not the way God wants it. Praise Jesus. God wants more obedience for us. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. So every, when, see, what happens is when we ignore that the Lord is leading us, the leading of the Lord, that we will fall into many trap of the enemy, because a lot so of times the enemy. Go ahead, praise Jesus. No, it's just it's so true. Like I mean, uh, I asked the Lord yesterday because I I felt this urge. He's like, you know, I want you to listen to his show tonight. Actually, it was the night before. Take that back. But anyways, and I was like, well, okay, Lord. So I I was listening to your show, and I'm I'm busy with things, so I like I don't listen to it every night, and you know, I, I was listening to it, and you said, you like, you needed, yeah, and you said that you needed someone to come on to the show who loves God and loves talking to people, and, you know, I was like, Lord, do you want me to go on? And he's like, yeah, I want you to go on, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I don't know if I can talk to, like, hundreds of people around the world. I mean, I don't know, and he's like, you can, just you know, listen to me and stuff, and I'm like, well, okay, because, I mean, if I don't, I mean, I will get punished and stuff, and God does have a specific reason for me for doing Mm -hmm. this, so I'm going to, you know, be confident in the Lord, and I'm going to listen to him, because then that will, you know, bring boldness within me, and, you know, it'll it'll humble me, and I'm not going to depend, oh, yeah? No, I I said Gravish. Uh, we want we're gonna we want to start praying for the people that are asking for prayer already. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the information. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Gravish. He said uh, my daughter is not feeling good. She has fever. Uh, we are uh, cleaning the house and have mold in the basement, and she's not feeling good. She looks bad. Hallelujah. So uh, yeah. She, uh, she uh, the, her name her daughter name is not on the on the chat room. But we can pray. I like it when people put names on, so we can come in agreement for the name. For the name, Hallelujah. Yeah. Let, let's pray for her, Ashley. Okay. Okay. Holy Lord Jesus, we yes. we lift um, what's her name? Gris, grits. Grits. Yes. Hallelujah. What's her name? It's Gravis. <laughs> How do you pronounce daughter. it? Gravis. Or yes. we we bring up your daughter in Christ and your daughter yes, uh, Olivia. We we bring her up in um in your name, Holy Lord Jesus, and we pray that any unclean yes, spirits that are attacking her to go in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Show to her, reveal to her. Um, reveal to her what's causing this sickness, Holy Lord Jesus. Please, we rebuke this in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. We rebuke this. 
this unclean spirit. We command it to go. Heal her, Holy Lord Jesus. We know that you can, and we trust you, and we love you. And get rid of this in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. I bind up this unclean spirit that is attacking her, the sickness, and I command it to go in the name of Jesus. Heal her from this sickness. Holy Lord Jesus. Holy Lord Jesus, she wants to get closer to you. Heal her. Heal her. Reveal to her what is causing this. I command this to go in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Bind this unclean spirit up in barbed wire, and I command it to go. Yes, Holy Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for... Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Lord Jesus. Believe in Jesus' name that she's healed. Hallelujah. That everything is removed. On her body, hallelujah. Whatever is affecting her up, but yeah. we remove Jesus' name, hallelujah. Remove it in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Heal her now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And all these Praise unclean God. things that are attacking her, Praise go in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Heal Amen. her. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise God. Thank Someone you. else had another prayer. Hallelujah. Uh, Praise Jesus. I believe it was a- Amy. Amy was um, the one that asked for. Praise Jesus. I'm go- uh, you can pray for me and my mom, Vicky, pray to be broken. Let's pray for Amy and her mom, Vicky. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. To be broken, for the pride to be broken. Holy Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, we come in agreement for Amy and her mom, Vicky. Yes. Lord. Lord Jesus, yes. hallelujah. Jesus, please break the pride, Lord Jesus. Please, Holy Jesus, be not broken among the life, Holy Jesus. Holy Jesus, please, Holy Jesus, be not broken among a brokening on Amy's and Vicky's life, Lord Jesus. Break Holy Jesus, yes. in your mighty name, Lord, Lord Jesus, we ask. Hallelujah. We do in your name. Please, Lord Jesus. Please, Lord Jesus. Break this in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Remove, remove pride from their hearts in the name of Jesus, by the blood yes, of Jesus. Remove pride. Yes, Holy Jesus. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. A mighty mighty pride. Break the pride, Jesus. Find of that cry in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. I can't go in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Break down Break that down in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Lord Jesus. Thank you. It is such a reward for the glory of God to just shine through through us his children. Amen. Such Amen. a reward. So true. Praise God. I also want to apologize because I I don't have no one translating now. I had someone who was gonna translate every day. I get this person mm-hmm. out and I got people in Spanish requesting to talk to me and I'm in the air. So I won't be able to do nothing for the hallelujah. Praise Jesus about um Hopefully, I'm going to contact my sister, see if she can translate again. Praise mm-hmm. you. Because I got people in Spanish who would like to understand the program. Hallelujah. They can mm-hmm. feel the presence of God, but they don't understand what we're saying. So, so praise Jesus. I'll, I'll pray about it, too, and see if anyone, like, because I have a few, like, bilingual friends. So oh, I'll pray about it and see if, um, you know, the Lord says, yeah, use them, you know. And if you ever, like, need a backup person, so, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Praise, Praise God. God. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus, my rock, says that uh, we can pray for that now. All right, let, let's let's ask the Lord. 
to send to send hallelujah people to us hallelujah that will that will translate the message in Spanish because we have a lot yeah. of people who would like to hear the message and they don't understand. Holy Lord Jesus Christ, please, Holy Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, please, Jesus. Lord Jesus, send yes. people, Lord, to this program. Yes. Send people, Lord, that will translate, Lord, the, pro- the program in Spanish, Lord Jesus. That will help those people who would like to understand, Lord, the program, Holy Jesus. Lord Jesus, please, Holy Jesus, please, Lord. Please, send Holy people Lord, that Jesus. like to work for you, Lord. This is for you, Lord. Thank you so much for listening your to people us. Would like you to understand the program, Lord. Thank you, Holy Lord. Thank you. Please, Holy Jesus, in your mighty name, Lord. Please, Holy Jesus, we ask, Holy Jesus, in your mighty name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Lord Jesus. Um, there's this one per uh Michael on the chat room. He um calls us to pray for come into agreement, um, to pray for healing for his body, muscles and nervous system. So All right. We should go ahead, yeah. go ahead lead the lead the prayer, sister. We pray for Michael. Holy Lord Jesus, we lift up Michael yes, right now and I pray, Holy Lord Jesus, that you'll just bring Wait your holy fire and anointing on him, Holy Lord Jesus, and you will cleanse and holy purify him from any of these sicknesses that are causing this in the name of Jesus. I find these unclean spirits out there are attacking him right now. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I command them to go in the name of Jesus. Stop attacking Michael. not deserve to be there in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, go in the name of Jesus. You, Jesus, on the cross. Christ, in the name of Jesus, plead the blood of Jesus over you. Holy Lord Jesus, just please increase the holy fire that is on him right now. Holy Lord Jesus, please increase his fire, increase his faith. Make him just reveal to him what caused this holy Lord Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. my Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Peace, God. Hallelujah. Thank, thank you, you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is moving. The Lord is moving. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Something is happening up there. I know I'm going to get email from people. Hallelujah. Something is happening up there. Hallelujah. I, I feel, feel it. it. Healing being released. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise it, it, God. It, hallelujah. Real anointing just flowing down. Quietly healing people. Hallelujah. I feel people are being delivered. That's what I'm feeling. People that is are being awesome. delivered. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So awesome. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Amen. Then I put on my armor of God before going on. <laughs> Amen. That's great. Yeah, that getting great. armored. So. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise, mm-hmm. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Thank God. you so much, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, what other word you want to give to the brothers and sisters to encourage them, actually? Um, you know, for all you people that are seeking confidence in the Lord, I highly recommend reading um, Philippians. It's, you know, it just talks about, you know, increasing your confidence in the Lord. You know, if you're at that point of where you are being humbled and stuff like that and being delivered from pride and you are 
um, having that fear of God, like, you know, you know, the next step is, like, seeking confidence in the Lord, because then that's, like, you know, that breaks down the fear of man and the fear of um, anything, basically, fear of evil. None of us, us children of God, should not have fear of evil at all, whatsoever. Amen. Thank you. That's that's what I just wanted to say. That's great. That's great. Hallelujah. That's right. We should not fear evil. But, you know, in a lot of cases, actually, there's a lot of people with open doors. And open door, we say, are are when you sin, hallelujah, and you just sin, and you get to have it as sinning in those areas of your life, but you don't get to have it as repenting those sinning, those sin. What happens is the enemy uses that against you. He comes through those sin. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that's where people get attacked a lot of time, and they don't understand when they get attacked. Because instead of them asking the Lord, what's the open door, Lord? What have I mm-hmm. done that, 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 that led to this attack? And if they seek sincerely with the Lord, the Amen. Lord will show them or will reveal it to them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's yeah. very important. Hallelujah. It's like a weight off your shoulders when the Lord, like, reveals things to you. Like, Amen. you know, when um, the Lord's like, I want you to do this, It, I, I definitely feel like it was a test for, like, having confidence in the Lord. Like, if I actually do it, it shows that I'm that confident in the Lord and stuff and increases my faith. And, yeah, so. Praise yep, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Praise so. This.